Welcome back, folks, to yet another episode of Snooze and Booze. This is going to be episode 133, I believe, Loaf. Yes. Yes, it is. All right. <laughs> uh, so uh, this is going to be a mini episode, but still, we wanted to get in there. We got, um, we haven't done, we did the old school one last week. And I, yes. I, honestly, from what I remember, it was probably one of my favorite ones. It was good. Uh, <clears throat> we, uh, we, yeah, we wouldn't, wouldn't like, uh, again, it was like, uh, you know, uh, very organic, you know. When yeah. Went from one place to another, but. It didn't really falter. It didn't falter, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just you remember know. being like, oh, shit, this is a solid. I just remember thinking, walking away, be like, damn, this was a good combo. It was fun. <laughs> we got to do more of those. We're trying to get back to more um, uh, of our old school ones, you know, because yeah, yeah. we've been on a, not a, uh, I don't want to say, uh, we've been on the ball, but we've been on a roll of, uh, getting a bunch of uh, guests, guests, guests of the week, right, right. which is fun, the guest of the week thing, but it, it's cool to get back to basics sometimes, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh you know, remember where you came from. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, remember why we're doing this. It, it, it's weird when you get to the point where, like, because um, <clears throat> I remember at one point, like, we were, like, begging people to come on. Like, oh, man, please, <laughs> do you want to come on and be a guest? And everybody's always a little nervous because their first time, right. they don't know what a podcast is, and they don't know if they can have a conversation for three hours without. They don't want to look, like, dumb, really, right. what it is, right? They don't want to look like they don't have nothing to say. And I keep assuring people, like, trust me, it's it's just us kicking it, chilling, drinking. I think there's too much expectations to put on themselves. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right, yeah. Like, because they, they think, like, oh, no, uh, I don't know what to say. Just what we would do, we were at, a, at the house or at the bar or oh, at, yeah, at yeah, a exactly. restaurant, you know? Just relax. It's, 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 gotta be the camera it's all good, baby. Yeah, yeah pretend it's the camera is in on. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, so we got to the point where, like, oh, you know, people are asking us, come on. And now... We have to, like, oh, shit, we don't have an opening until, like, a month later or whatever the fuck. But it's good to get back to basics where, oh, okay, cool. Well, now we're just us yeah. chilling or whatever. What, have you got any people, any guests lined up? Uh, no, well, that's what I was uh, wondering. Yesterday, right? You know, yeah. Uh, just well, people that want to come on or whatever? Uh, nobody's hit me up. Not that I not that I could think of. But, I'm, you know, there's always, like, you know, our favorites, you know. Yeah. They're, the, they're always down to come on, which is pretty cool Yeah, to, to have that, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, what's my question? So what's new, man? What's new with you? Let's see what is new. Uh, what have I been doing? Well, I started uh, listening to this uh, series on Audible. Yeah, it's called The Butterfly Effect. Oh, that sounds pretty. Tell me about that. Uh, it's I'm about not... Ashton Kutcher. Oh no! <laughs> 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 uh, I was trying to. No, I was thinking Joey from uh, Blossom was gonna. Whoa, whoa! It's almost like similar characters, but not really. Yeah. Uh, it's actually about um. The effect that uh, it's about the porn industry, but more specifically, it's about the effect that that free online streamable porn, Pornhub specifically, yeah. that the effect that it's had on so many different things like throughout the world. It, it, it's crazy. Yeah, it's very very interesting. Like what? Are, what are a few examples? The obvious, obviously, is that the drop in sales of DVDs and uh, Blu-rays, obviously, right? And uh, especially the porn industry. Oh man! Like I just uh, the episode that I heard is uh, how. Um, Especially like among like you know teenagers, like the, the the number of like teen pregnancies has dropped significantly. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. And um, just because like you know, like uh, they're you're on you know effortlessly just you know on the computer you know just you know batting one out instead of you know being out there with whoever you know. Yeah. And uh, even um, 
Like erectile dysfunction is a thing, also for the teen pregnancy. I heard no bullshit that the one of the also the direct effects of the drop in teen pregnancy mm. is uh, the show teen mom. That oh, shit. They show, no, no bullshit that <laughs> a, a, that age group who it caters to are teenagers and it's MTV. But the, the people are the, the their lives are so fucked up, or those people are so dislikable that people that they, it scares them. It's it's their own advertising oh. for anti anti pregnancy, yeah, anti propaganda. Yeah, huh? yeah, absolutely. But okay. I've I've heard. But that's why it's funny you brought that up. Like, oh, that makes sense. It's obviously not one factor or the other, but right. probably a combination of the definitely, both. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's crazy. I I, I saw this video top ten like um, I think it was top ten archive, but the the specific one was top ten unintentional uh, backfires of like. Propaganda, not propaganda campaigns, but like for example, the the only you can prevent forest, forest fires, oh, okay. the smoke of the bear one. Well, I guess forest fires were actually kind of good for the environment in because they they happen every so often in moderation, mm-hmm. uh, and they like whatever it is they cut. They they refresh the forest like right. it's kind of a necessity. It enriches the soil and then Some, new. It's new, something like yeah, yeah and yeah, then yeah. new ones pop up. Well, I guess uh, with the with, since the, with the campaign for or you know and only you can the Smoke drop in forest fires meant that a certain kind of tree was growing more more rapidly than it should have, which would have been controlled with forest fire. But, oh okay, but. It meant that when a fire did happen, it wiped out even the old trees. Before the old trees were the only thing that lasts, and it get, get the forest would grow. It's something to do with like how it grows stronger and stronger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because uh, there's no stoppage of these other trees, it was more fuel, and it burned out the entire forest. So it was almost like you know how in backdraft when they started a little fire to consume to break away uh-huh. the other fire. Uh, it, like in that movie, I remember I learned about it. it. You create a little fire to to suffocate the bigger fire, and that way, when oh. it comes to that point, it cuts itself off. It was something to do with that, where like because there were no fires for so long, and uh, the once once a fire did hit, it wiped everything out. As opposed to a lot of little fires throughout the year would have been would have been helpful. And one of the that was a backfired effect that they didn't count on on the prevention. Another one was some uh, one campaign in World War One, some anti Germany campaign. Oh, it was uh, after World War One. I, um, I think the armistice that they, they the the restrictions that they gave Germany were so outrageous. Like you can't do this, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. It was very restrictful that the European unions they, uh, made Germany abide to that it caused people to uh, to to um, be anti Europe and pro Germany, the German the actual German people. Oh. So I get because after World War One, obviously you know they got, got a little bit reprimanded. And they were like, okay, now you have to follow these rules. And that's usually what happens after a war. A country has to settle for peace. Mm-hmm. They put these rules. Like, Japan is not allowed to have an army. You know, they technically oh, don't okay. have an army still. Stuff like that, Canada, right? Canada, though. <laughs> Canada, yeah. But that, that kind of thing, right? So yeah. so for Germany, uh, they put all these, like, restrictions on them. You can't do this, can't do that, can't do this. Mm-hmm. And it backfired on them because it, it caused so much. Like, geez, you know, like, it's kind of like when you punish your kid too much. It causes you, your kid to hate the parents more. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, one of those people that are outspoken for German rights, whatever, was Adolf Hitler. So it kind of if if they didn't go so hard on Germany, on Germany they spo- they basically caused World War Two by giving the German people something to like to to be riled up against, you know, oh, okay. and to unite and Got unite it. them under like, hey man, it's almost like America, like hey fuck these Brits in in when they re- then they try to go for their independence. That's what happened with World War Two, I guess. Because of World War One, they went too hard on on Germany, um, punishing them, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. That one, uh, it gave rise for a cause for World War Two to stand up and like, you know what? It's us against them type of mentality. Gotcha, gotcha. So it, it was really interesting, but it, that's that's. Uh, I'm gonna check that out, man. Is it available on podcast form for uh, the Butterfly Effect, or uh, do I have to get Audible for it? It's on Audible. That, that's like where I'm listening to. I, I love that stuff, man. Uh, what else was on that episode you listened to? Um, 
it was like it was a uh, before that one it was like you know the effect that you know um that you know free porn readily available porn is like you know that you know especially now in the digital age you know kids are on the computers yeah, and they, easily accessible you know yeah and like the way that it affects them then it gave this one example is because uh, the guy like he interviews different people mm-hmm. you know like the episodes and this one that i just heard it was about like this uh 22 year old dude like it was in the midwest somewhere where he has asperger's and um He's uh he's a registered sex offender now. Mm-hmm. So I guess what happened is uh when he was like a little bit younger, you know, there was this girl that he was, you know, like very interested in. Yeah. And, you know, they were like kind of like seeing each other or whatever. But then he had to move because of like his parents had to work or something. And um it became like a long distance relationship between him and the girl. How old was the girl? Uh Was he already a registered sex no, offender? No, 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 no. Like so this is before he was a registered yeah, 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 sex offender. Yeah. So um uh, I think they were around the same age. And I just saw the shirt, by the way. That's and just oh. noticed it. That's yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. Uh, for everybody at home, uh, he's wearing a Callahan Auto Parts since uh, Sandusky, Ohio shirt. Uh, that's a Tommy Boy reference yeah, for everybody at home. Where'd you get that, man? Oh, uh, I got it online. That's I'm I'm getting one. I'm gonna get one. Oh, it's pretty bad. Like just random side note. Nice, uh, nice. Yeah, like nobody's recognized it yet. No, they like, had to explain to it uh, to this girl at work today. Well, like, of course. What does your shirt mean? Of course you did. <laughs> right. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no worries. But, yeah, n- nobody's, like, you know, recognized it that's, yet. That's not, I, I want to order one. Yeah. yeah. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead. No worries. So, um, I guess uh, he, um, like, when, you know, they moved, uh, it became this long-distance relationship, and I guess he didn't really know how to, like, cope Adapt, with it. Adapt, yeah. Because like, all he would do is play video games, you know, shit like that. So he started, he resorted to, like, online uh, porn, mm-hmm. uh, Pornhub, you know. And I guess when you have Asperger's, like, one of the things that they do is, like, they might do and say things, but not because they really know what they're doing and saying. They just mimic things around them. Right. So I guess there was, like, you know, very vulgar dialogue that he was kind of, like, sending to the girl and sending her, like, all these, like, hentai-porn pictures and this and that, you yeah. know? Yeah. It, 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 like... Like in context, it's like okay, it's not like he meant to do it any harm. I guess like it's a Travis Bickle thing from Taxi Driver, mm. right? Uh, do you remember like he he didn't really know how to socialize, so when he took his girl to the first date, he took her to a porn movie. Oh, okay, he thought it was going to the movies, was going to the movies because that's what he did. Yeah, that's all he knew. Yeah. But uh, but he ended up taking her to a porn <laughs> fucking theater, and he's like, "What the fuck?" You know? But yeah. yeah, that's what that is, right? Yeah, yeah. does it just does it. This kid just is doing what. Like, yeah, he, was he doesn't just, know the social, well, the social aspects of it, right? right. Or society, like the what you're, what's what's okay and what's not okay. He's just uh, just reacting the way he reacts, right, you know, based on his condition, and you know, he like started sending her all this stuff. I guess the girl got freaked out, showed her mom. They called the police, and uh, like the police came to his house. You know, they like, he didn't get arrested, but he had to be registered as a sex offender. Hmm. And there was this one part where they showed, like, the deposition, you know, where, like, they interviewed him. And uh, he says, uh, like, uh, how many times have you had sex? Like, oh, i never had sex. I'm still a virgin. Like, uh, have you ever, you know, like, killed an animal or touched somebody inappropriately? Yeah. Like, They're asking the, psycho- the sociopaths uh, you know? questions, yeah. Exactly. And he, he obviously he failed it because, you know, he's not. It was just kind of like this, uh, it's kind of a very tragic loophole in a way. Where yeah. even though he didn't have sex or he didn't. There was no physical or, you know, action to it. Yeah. He, he's still, like, I guess, you know, based on whatever the the the, the, the law the is yeah. or whatever it was, like, he has to be registered for. I said uh, he's a 22. I think he has, like, 20 more years or something to be. 
to be uh it, it said it i forgot how many years but it's a very long period of time that sucks and uh yeah like he can't get a job he can't be like any more than like any closer than like 200 feet from any park or school or oh yeah it ruins your life well i yeah. mean especially if you didn't do anything and i know i like i know some cases where like the guy is 19 and the girl is 16 or 17 and they still like do like if the parents wanted to, they could technically. And I've heard cases like that where they, and I think most of them go into review where the judge is like, oh, okay, I think there's like a two year leniency. But sometimes, it but technically, on the age, uh, age of consent, like in states. Yeah, that too. But I'm saying, or... let's say in California, if the oh, guy's okay. 19, I'm just saying using this oh, as an okay, example, gotcha, gotcha. but uh, it depends on the t- judge on, two, on the leniency. But technically, if the guy's 18 and the girl's 17, they can be registered as a sex offender because you're having sex with a minor. Right. It, which is, I can't, man, that's a little much. I, you know, there should be a buffer there when it's that situation, mm, you know? Yeah, I mean, when it's something that close, like, oh, come on, guys, that's a little much. You know, I'm not for this shit either, but, you know, uh, you know, a 19-year-old with a with a 17-year-old, that's, come on, you're, you're just because the parents don't like the kid, they're going to call the cops on him, you know? Yeah. And which is which is known to happen. Usually, the judge will see through that. But some, what if what if it doesn't? What if the judge is someone who oh you know fuck this guy you know and it's kind of sucks and you live your whole life and as a registered sex offender. No. The, uh, I th- actually one of the um, they say one of the uh, the problems. I, I forgot which I was listening to one of the podcasts. It might have been stuff you should know if mm-hmm. you, if you watch if you listen to that one, but or people at home. But they were talking about how. That's uh, the uh, like the un- unrealistic expectations of like uh, of having sex. Right. So kids are like they're having or kid, I, I was sixteen year olds, fifteen year olds are having sex, and they're like calling the girl a slut, a whore, you fucking, right. you know, like they're they're talking like they're porn stars or like mm-hmm. porn actors, and girls are like, what the? Because f-? girls obviously don't watch as much porn as boys no, do. They don't admit to it. <laughs> yeah. They don't watch as much porn, especially teenage girls don't watch, uh, you know, uh, as much as bo- uh, boys. And obviously on average, you know, there's exceptions, but I'm not talking about that. Um, but so they're like, what the hell? What, uh, what, I, I want you to, I just want you to be held. And boys are giving them the bonus package, you know? <laughs> that ki- yeah, that kind of thing. So th- that's, that's kind of like, it's kind of fucking up what, what, like teenage sex in the 50s is not, not the same as teenage sex now. Right. So right. it's kind of giving unrealistic expectations, obviously. Um, guys are just being too rough. Uh, they're just not knowing really how to do it together as, a, as opposed to, uh, the, I don't know. And I, to be fair, like that happens when you're learning about sex or when you're having sex with, the, when you first get your girlfriend, where you guys are in a se- sexual relationship together, not necessarily mm-hmm. where you're having sex with someone and then dating around. I'm talking about like when you're a teenager and you just get into a relationship where you have starting to have sex on the regular, mm-hmm. you're kind of learning together. You know, okay. it's not necessarily at that age. It's it's not as much as when you're 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 not with a partner who's really experienced and you're the kind of like have to play catch up. It's the most part. You guys both don't know what you're doing. and You're both kind of figuring this out together. Right. And this is kind of off skewing that, you know, and which is I don't know. how I don't know. It's weird. It's, I guess it's not in the big scale. I think it's not that big of a deal. It's better that than, you know, I guess there's more pros and cons to having porn readily available. And this isn't that big of a deal, and then in the, as far as the con thing, right? Uh, the specific example, just you know, yeah, like guys being a little rough or treating their girlfriends like porn stars. Damn. Not that I mean I don't like it, but it's not as big as a con as of what the other ones were with sexual repression and you know that the whole thing, teen pregnancies going down. That's you know obviously if you're comparing well, pros and cons. If you're comparing pros and cons, there's more pros than there are cons. Is what I'm saying. Hmm. Oh no. Oh, you don't think so? No, I mean, I'm trying to think, like, 
I'm trying to see that as a pro. Can you put that I in guess. there? What, yeah. the downside of teen pregnancies? No, 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 the other one. Um, no, the other one's not a pro. It's a con, but it's just not a bad con. Bad con? So it's like a con con because it cons it. No, it's, it's a con, con, but I'm just saying it's not as bad as... as One's way better than the other, is what I'm saying. Like if you had to choose between it's a, this it's, one or that one? Yeah, you're not... It's not like one's a like, team pregnancies are down, but we also getting more child molesters. <laughs> it's not that. It's it's your one team pregnancy down, but guys are being a little bit more rough with the girls than they should be. Uh, yeah, you're just basically not making a girl feel special for the night when you should be. You know. Well, I mean, it depends on the circumstance because I'm pretty sure there's like lots of people who take it to like this whole other extreme. That's I don't know. If that's that has to do with this part though. That's yeah. just a kid being an asshole. Or a kid just really having something wrong with him if he's being sexually uh, dominating. Like a, a deviant of sorts? Yeah, exactly. And which would happen whether this was going on or not. Because that has to do... that. You bring in a whole different can. That's probably a factor of sexual abuse. Or the kid is probably fucked... You know what I'm saying? Uh, the fucked up shit happening to the kid as a... Yeah. I don't think the accessibility of porn is a result factor of the kid being uh, abusive or sexually domineering can't say that it isn't though i don't know if it is or isn't but i'm saying that mm. those are fact when that is happen those are factors usually of sexual abuse when kids are abused as a kid then they, it, retur- it results in a negative uh their, their sexual uh, relationships later in life become really uh fucked up basically I, I, i'm really only getting my science from uh, 50 shades of gray so you know oh, well. take that with a grain of salt <laughs> no i'm kidding TV, it's gotta be true <laughs> if it's in a book it's gotta be true yeah, yeah. Uh. Yeah, I guess it depends on how you see it. What do you mean? Like, a lesser of two evils is what you're saying, right? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying for, <clears throat> there's more pro, I'm just saying there's more pros and cons for having porn readily readily available to uh, to the masses. There, like, when we were a kid, uh, finding a box of uh, porn, or finding a porno mag was such a big deal. It was that so was the first point, like the first. It wasn't a video; it was a magazine. Right for magazine, most so. people, for most people our age, you know, like what I would say, twenty five and older. Oh, like where you know before you know. The well, pre- I'm checking pre-internet. Yeah, what was what Definitely. was it? It was either magazines or uh, I remember. Tapes. I remember trying to like look at a cookbook and trying to get off on it. Like, oh, oh my god, better homes and going. Even even like when your friend who had cable had a legal cable that wasn't restricted. I remember like being in eighth grade and we're like, oh my god, he figured he found out the porn channel like access, and we all went to go watch porn one day with him. Like, oh shit, and it was awesome. Like, and that was like, oh my god, this yeah. is, you know, <laughs> you're taking away that you, you don't really get that anymore. That excited feeling for something that's so taboo that you should, you really don't get that because you're so tainted because porn's so readily available when you're yeah, a teenager nowadays. You can't appreciate it the way you used to. I, that's that's a con, but. <laughs> Come on, I mean, is a con in the factor like, oh, you're taking away the special of finding your own sexuality when you're a teenager, but as far as, you know... Yeah, but I mean, you could do that without porn. I think everybody has, like, their own experiences in that regard. I don't think what, what I'm porn. saying is that's, uh, as far as uh, cons go, that's a con, but, you know, if the most part, I'm not... It's like, not the oh, worst I, thing I, that I, could Yeah, exactly, happen. exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, there's more benefits to having porn more readily available than there are benefits. negatives. There, uh, than there are uh, downsides, you know? Well, benefits uh, in regards to what? Like- well, pre- teen pregnancy being down. Oh, okay. Well, just that. That's probably the biggest one, right? And then, uh, and obviously from teen pregnancy, I'm assuming sexual transmitted diseases are also down. That's true. But then, like, because that's what a pregnancy is—is is a sexual transmitted like, disease. Uh, they turn to hard drugs and. HIV's up now, so is it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say something stupid. <laughs> Uh, so I'm assuming, uh, you know, along with pregnancies, obviously it goes hand in hand with uh, STDs. Those have to be down as well. Mm-hmm. 
Um, what else? Probably more health. Is uh, that also uh, erectile dysfunction? That like a lot of uh like a lot of like a lot of the males like uh, they they can't get the same stimulation from actually you know like a uh, uh, physical contact one hundred percent with porn. I absolutely uh, I believe you know? that one hundred percent. That's I'm a result of that right now. Like I really have to get some kinky shit to get get up now. You know, and it's like damn. Thanks, Pornhub. I, I definitely take breaks, though. I definitely take breaks. I, I do X videos myself. Uh, I know everybody's on Pornhub, but I like X videos. Like, it's like the Hulu yeah. to Netflix of Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, you could, you could say that. I mean, they talk about it. Like, you know, the guy that that started it. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like, like uh, what he did, uh, it was like started Pornhub, but then like, in, like uh, Pornhub, RedTube, X videos, and mm-hmm. browsers, like even the paid ones. Mm-hmm. Like, like that company owns all those. Mm. So it, it it pretty much stemmed from Pornhub, but it's that the whole it's a bi- uh, like a monopoly basically of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it. It changed everything. You yeah, know? not just from the porn industry, but you know just. Well, I mean, it's not just like you take that aspect of the internet, right? And it just didn't do this, but it did this with the music industry as well. Um, well, like Napster. Or what do you mean? Yeah, exactly. Napster was really like the pioneer of it, but now you have uh, the record sale companies are completely down the shitter. They're they're so uh, record produ- they don't make the money that they they used to make and that's why they were so heavily on shutting everything down before it got too big. But I mean, once the genie's out of the bottle, genie's out of the bottle, can't yeah. put it back in. You know, try putting toothpaste back in the the in the tube. Which one caught? So what, once you started getting free music, like oh shit, I can download whatever the fuck I want. Fuck you. <laughs> um, and they the were trying to monetize ever. on it, trying to monetize, but but you, the record sales went dra- drastically down now though what did it force it forced live performances now everybody makes their money on touring and t-shirts that's the only way to survive if you're a big name that's the only way that you have to tour 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 constantly that's the only way to, to make your money because nobody wants to you're not gonna your record's gonna nobody breaks a million anymore it's mm. really really rare to for an album to go gold now uh, the I mean, it's a big deal when they talk about it when they break seven fifty now. If a new album comes out and it's it, yeah seven hundred fifty thousand, and I remember when a big album would come out, it'd sell millions and millions of copies. Oh, yeah. Remember back in the day? Yeah, and it's kind of the same thing with the porn industry, but it's the same. It's applying the same principle to the music industry. When something is easily available, no one's gonna no one's gonna pay. It's free, buddy. Don't give me and don't yeah. and you know these the only ones with that mentality are still the old school rockers. I know Aerosmith and Kiss are big on the it's you're stealing music, you're stealing music. Like, dude, I'm sorry, man. You got to go to time that <laughs> it's not. If you if you want to perform live, that's uh, remember when Garth Brooks was a big proponent of it because he was trying to do this even before the internet. His version of this was uh, I don't know if you remember when it was a big deal, but he was trying to get money from you know when you'd buy UCDs. Uh. Okay. So he was trying to get money off the UCDs being bought. I don't know if you remember. I don't remember this. You know, remember the warehouse, the old music yeah, industry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, So they'd have a whole section, and that's where we would go, right? We'd go get, let's go find some hidden gems in the UCD section. <laughs> Three or four bucks, man. Right. And then, so Garth Brooks was trying to, like, hey, if you're reselling my music, I should be getting a part of that. So so he was trying to get money off of that, and it was a big deal. And people were like, no, you. it's like selling a used car. Like, you you know, like, the people are arguing. Get up to Toyota. Well, people, yeah, no one does that. No one does, you know, you sell a car, Toyota makes their money, and then you, if you resell it, that the used lots gets their money not the mm-hmm. not toyota again and it was this whole this whole thing and he was but he was already trying to do that like dude bro, nope you, you cats out of the and the way we're headed now like there's no way you know music's free music's gonna be free if you want to get your money now you got to go off of live performances plain and simple you know yeah but it's it's, it's just funny the way things like they, they people are wanting to stop oh man they're taking money out of my pocket dude you're a millionaire relax you know <laughs> but and the pluses and minuses for that is like 
the smaller bands get to be more known because it's easier for the smaller bands. Music is free just as much as the big bands using. Mm-hmm. So now they can, especially now with like Spotify and SoundCloud. Thing, and SoundCloud, things like that, you know, it's, it's so easy. I mean, shit, look at our version of it. The podcast, you know, we're, oh, we're yeah. on iTunes right next to Joe Rogan's you know, it's, it doesn't matter. It's free. It's free. You know, it's steadily <laughs> available. Yeah. So I, I mean, to me, it's like, it's in the music industry is more pros and cons in the same way. In the porn thing is more pros and cons, you know, <laughs> that's, I feel. What about mm-hmm. you? What are your mentalities? <clears throat> mentalities. Let's see. Uh... Wait, we're still talking about music or porn? Both, or man. Both, we're both? free internet, <laughs> basically. Uh, I like the sound of that. Free internet. Oh, no, free internet. Oh, well, Wi-Fi. You have Wi-Fi. No, well, even that's not. I pay monthly bills. <laughs> yeah. Unless you go to, like, McDonald's or something. Mm-hmm. McDonald's and Starbucks, I think they have free Wi-Fi. Usually, yeah. Most uh, most restaurants do. Most uh, fast food chains. Um... Let's see, free porn, free porn. Well, I'm just saying, like, to the future, that's where we're headed, right? The uh, readily available, easily consumable materials for whatever. Right. Where it's like, oh, like, in that show that I was listening to, they said how, because, you know, like, Pornhub, you know, like, it offers, like, all, just free shit, you know, all these free things, you know, like, the way that it affected, like, uh, like, you know, like, porn companies and porn actors is like, oh, man, like. Like, people are just so used to, like, getting it. It's not like, you know, like, they would release it, you know, here and there when they would make a movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that movie would be, like, a big deal. Yeah, that's know? how it used to be, yeah. You know, but now, like, you could just turn it on and watch, like, people doing it. Five minutes, like, ten minutes. Watch, like, like all these different things, you know, you go, like, like maybe, like, I don't know, like, amateur porn, Asian porn, mm-hmm. this, group sex, like, whatever. Like, all these different things. And then it's like, oh, man, like, you know, we're just not, we're not delivering, you know, can't to compete. the masses. Like, yeah. you know, you can't. So it's like, oh, man. So, like, you know, when they're trying to get, like, actresses and this and that, you know, even if they look really good, it's like, mm, I, we can't really market it. Like, like say, like, you know, like the like babysitter porn, for example. Yeah. Like, oh, people, like, they like that, you know, the teen porn, you know? But, or maybe they might like, you know, like, milk porn. But then there's that, like, gap in, like, mid-20s or something where you're not really one or the other. Yeah, you look good, but it's just not, it's not going to sell. So yeah. So we can't hire you, you know? And... It's like you know what do those people, what do those you know actresses do like in that time? It's like oh you know because they interviewed. Like, they have to go extreme, right? Know? Either that or a different job or something. Yeah. So, like you know you can actually, you know, uh, market yourself in like you know to like these like kind of niche. Niches, uh, yeah. Uh huh. These little subcultures know, of whatever everyone's into. You know, because like, because other than that, you know, like you could just go on there and like whatever kind of porn you know they have like a drop down menu of like mm-hmm. all these different things and. It's like obviously like oh well, like fucking Jenna Jameson. I remember her, but mm-hmm. like homegirl over here, she's in a dorm, you know, like blowing some guy in a stall or something. I like dorm porn, you know. Yeah, it's like all these different things. Like you know, they 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 took the thunder away from them, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I mean, I don't know if that's such a like I said, that's because that's the equivalent of Kiss and Aerosmith bitching about how oh we can't make or Garth Brooks about oh we can't make money off of this like we used to. Mm-hmm. But it gives room for the up and comers. The like the Carly Grays, the Riley Reeds. Is that a play on words? <laughs> like the Riley Reeds, the Carly Gray, the the ones who are now like more popular because of social media. Because it like oh, Instagram, right, right. like like Instagram or Facebook, and and now you can go check them out for free, of course. Oh you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're in, and, and where are they making their money? The same way that a band only makes their money now with live concerts, with live performances. So now these girls are getting. If you even get yourself a little bit of a name, obviously, if you're Jenna Jameson from back in the day, or uh, yeah. even like someone who's a little bit more like. Um, 
Uh, Mia Khalifa. Mia Khalifa. Yeah, perfect example. Well, actually, she has like a real job now in like sports center. Yeah. She's uh, she lives in Texas now. Yeah, I think She's so. In Austin. Yeah, but I'm saying like now you got a little bit of a name in, in the porn industry because you came up. Uh, and even though she wasn't getting paid what Jenna Jameson was getting paid back in the day, she's got a little bit more name because yeah, she's, she's more readily readily able absolutely. in the social media. Now she can make go get a thousand bucks a night, or probably like ten thousand dollars a night at making a performance at a Houston nightclub right. or or a uh, um, or a strip club where they do the like, little ten minute thing mm-hmm. for a second and they guys pay them. So they do the the live performances is basically what I'm getting down to is whether it's music or porn, live performances where you make your money now. You can't just and merch. It, that, that's what I'm talking about. T shirts, right? Oh, with shit. the with the uh, with the music stuff, but now with merch people are making actual models of their vagina and selling pocket pussies that way. That kind of thing, right? Merch mm-hmm. merch merch. So you make your name, even though you're not getting the money you used to from the from the online presence, you're still making your you can make your name famous. So you can be not rich and famous, but you can be famous and make your rich your rich from your live performances or your right. merchandise the same so it's the exact same thing as the music industry you just have to you have to do it a different way if you want to make money you got to put a little bit more work in actually you know yeah and it doesn't last long like it's not like you sure know you have these like you know veteran porn stars mm-hmm. that were doing it for a long time it's not like that yeah it's like a stick of gum like you enjoy it while you can so yep. the flavor is gone next yep. thing and it's not that it's not that much different from a lot of careers where fame is is like that uh maybe not obviously not the movie industry because you can do that forever but the sports industry is the exact same way oh, right. any sport you have a small window you have five to ten years where you can really make your mark you have a prime a right, physical right. prime definitely and then after that you can either announce broadcasting you can you can you, you have different career paths or you can maybe just go away and never I mean, you could do whatever over. you want literally I mean, just being a celebrity, you meet people. Yeah. It's like, oh, you want to start a business? Yeah. Want to do this, this, or that? But, I mean, like. But there's it, it, there's no know? such thing as a 50 year old fighter, or a 50 year old boxer, or a 50 year old. Oh, did you ever see Grudge Match? Because I thought that was. <laughs> yeah. Story. And Bernard Hopkins, for everybody that's going to talk shit about. Yes, I know. Bernard had 51 when he, he had his last fight. But yeah. there's our special ex- exceptions to the rules. But there's um, what I'm saying is you have a prime, a physical prime, where you, and if you want to be famous, you have a physical prime where you have a small, small window. They do your thing, get in, get out. Mm-hmm. Porn is in that, music is in that, and. Um, no, I'm sorry. Music not in there because you could be old and still be rocking. But yeah, porn isn't, and you could be old. And you could, I guess, it's anything. I guess the zenith of it, right? You have a zenith if you where you're going to be on top for a while. And it's not to say that you can't still be famous, but you're riding a, a downshift coattail, right? It's not everybody like you know. There's people that can stay consistently famous. You know, maybe not in sports, but just in whatever it is that you do, you can be like you know riding that wave till the day you die. Yeah. You know? But it, obviously, it's not even. It doesn't apply to everybody. Even though, uh, right? Like, they can be really good actors or musicians. You yeah, know, it just doesn't pan out for them. For yeah, I, I guess I know? think only oh, like shit. the the sports aspect is uh, you literally have a, a time limit because right. you're not gonna, you need to win, and you need, once your body breaks down, you can't win forever. So, yeah. But the but the other stuff, there's still that same rules apply where you need to get, like you called it the, the the stick of gum type of thing. You know, mm-hmm. the flavor is gonna last for only so long. You know. And you yeah. can only uh, ride on the nostalgia. Fa- I mean, shit. Like, look, even like uh, people who were in a sci-fi show for like a few seasons, their mm-hmm. writing, their version of that now is live performances is Comic Cons where they do signing, oh, okay, where yeah. they do signings now. You know, everyone has their thing where they're kind of living, reliving their past glories and trying mm-hmm. to ride off of that sunset. The Mario Brothers thing, you know. That's pretty funny. Well, they, uh, I only bring up the Mario Brothers because there's a theory that, or consp- uh, one of those game theories that uh, Mario really only did one thing. In the first Mario Brothers game, he, he he saved the princess, and he's been riding the coattails of that ever since. Because huh. Mario Brothers two video game was technically Luigi's dream, so it didn't really happen. Huh. And Mario Brothers three was a play, 
based on what happened in the first uh, game. Huh. So Mario Brothers 3 is him, his version of in the game world of being famous now and making a movie on the on what he really was famous which was a one mission man thing in the gotcha. yeah but but that's what I'm kind of talking about like you do your thing for your prime and then on on your post prime you ride the coattails of your glory days you know for gotcha. hitting people's nostalgia right. and that applies to the music industry and that applies to the porn industry definitely yeah. if you're smart enough you know like what to do like yeah like almost like have like your backup plan already ready before it happens plans, not just yeah. like like, oh, everybody forgot about me. Nobody likes him anymore. And that's if you're trying to stay relevant, basically. Right. If you, if you by all means, or you can do a podcast, right? Uh, about, uh, well, a lot of famous people do. They make their names up. They get big on their social media, and they can do their podcast and see how many listeners they, they have, of, if they have anything of interest to say. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, it's weird the way the, uh, like, I'm mad at it. I do, I, I, like, my boy's not going to experience that. Let that finding a, a box of magazines oh, yeah. or whatever the fuck you know, or finding like a uh, his first friend. I guess they're not gonna experience that because they have access available to to right. the porn stuff anyway. So I so it's it's like oh I wish my boy would experience that just to know. But at the same time, like, ah, nah, nah, you know whatever it is what it is. He's gonna he's just gonna be a little bit more sexually aware, which I don't know if it's a yeah I think it is a good thing honestly yeah like to be I was so sexually naive so. I was lucky for me. I was like, I never, uh, you know, not to put too much business. I won't say my ex girlfriend's names or anything, but I never had a virgin. So all my girlfriends were always way more experienced than me, even though I was pretty young when I started, but not young, like 16. But, you know, in the hood, that's late, right? Everyone's 13 <laughs> or 14 by the time they do their thing. So, <laughs> so, so in the hood, I'm late to the game, but I was like 16. But every single girlfriend I've ever had, uh, was way more experienced than me because of the hood. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. So for me, I was playing catch up with girlfriends that I already had like, oh, okay. So, but it wasn't a dickish move. They were kind of like, oh yeah, like teach me along the game, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, before I hit my, my, my stride, like, oh, okay. I, yeah, I know what, I have a pretty good idea of a, oh, can you give me one too, please? Yeah, what well, what a girl likes or doesn't like, and and every obviously every new girl is different, so she's gonna have different things that she caters to or favors, right, right. and you gotta just learn to adapt that. But if you're this guy that just never really got that, and well, it's the selfish lover mentality, right? The guys who never want to be like, um, uh, I'd say Corona, thank you. The guys who just never want to be like open to, um, how would you say, experimenting or putting an effort, putting more of an effort than they should, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or hey man, the girl wants to feel special too. That actually, it's probably that porn mentality, oh, right? It's probably that porn where they get in, get their thing, and get out, right? Right, right. right. <laughs> I don't know. What about me? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man, um, what else do you want to? Porn, porn, God damn it! What? No, I, I had something that I wanted to add to it, but I don't remember what it was. Hmm. Chingel. What was it? <laughs> Talking about experience, shit. Like you know, you know, like if you were like come across like you know, like a like a unlabeled videotape in my dad's room or something. Yeah, yeah, watching, yeah. Like, oh, shit. like it's like, like I I don't know. I mean, it was like I dude. I remember my dad had one porn, one porn videotape. Like right you really? But I remember yeah. I had one porn video tape and it was Sex Cannibal Run. Sex it, Cannibal. Yes. And I remember um I remember like, oh 
I'm like, what is this? And I remember he had it was stopped in the middle. So every time I had finished watching it, I had to rewind it or oh, forward okay, it right yeah. to that spot. Right, right. And I just remember being like, the first time I found it, like, oh wow, like this is. And I put it in, and sure enough, like, fuck yeah, man, this is this is what's up. And dude, I remember that excited, excited yeah, feeling. It like, was, oh, dude, it shit. was something else. Man. It was, it was like, it was taboo. What do you call it? A hidden treasure is what you said, right? Yeah, it was like, like buried treasure. Like, but, oh my yeah. god, I came across right, this. right, right, right. Oh, man, there, there's something about that, right? Yeah, oh. yeah, man. That, that's like, like, like every young boy needs to experience something like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, that is, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'll never. Well, the cool thing. About VHS, you know, for all those, you know, way back when we had VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. Was tracking. No, tracking. kidding. Auto, auto tracking, <laughs> yeah. Auto tracking. It's because, like, um, say, you know, like, when it, when you play a tape, no matter where it's at, it always, the counter always uh, starts at zero. Mm-hmm. So, like, say you go, like, you know, 30, 40, 50 an hour, like, however far you, you know, you go in. Once you were done doing what it is that you do, you know, <laughs> what you. What is it, though? What did you do? Oh, well, I guess we should say that for another conversation. But um, uh, just like stop it and just rewind it to like you know where the counter got back to zero, put it back to where it was. Nobody's the wiser. You yeah. Know? I remember one time. Uh, I don't remember if it was from that tape. I I told well, you the the showgirls like story before, right? Yes, you did. Yeah. You and Tito, right? Yeah, me and Tito. It was another one. I forgot what it was, but basically the the tape I was watching, like the the VCR ate the tape. And it, it ripped it. Oh, wow. So, um, uh, like, I took the tape out. Do you remember what movie it was? I don't remember. Like, details, I don't remember. I just remember panicking because, like, oh, shit. You know, I, you know, I looked up uh, uh, Sex Kind of a Run, you know, just for old time nostalgia's sake. <laughs> That's and it, I I couldn't get up ever. <laughs> but it was funny just to, like, it was, I had a twinkle in my eye, you know. <laughs> oh, just something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just nostalgia and not necessarily erotic. Exactly, thing. yeah. So what happened? So it ate the tape and what? So like it ripped the tape, like kind of ate it. So like what I did, uh, like, like when it, it's not like a clean cut or anything. It's kind of shriveled and it, it's almost kind of like if you were to take like a piece of like I don't know like electrical tape or something, you stretch it out, it kind of mm-hmm. warps it. Mm-hmm. It was kind of the same thing, you know. So what I did, I like pulled the tape out like on both ends and just like where it becomes clean and not wrinkly, I cut it. I cut each side, and then I got a piece of tape, and I taped it together. Yeah, I've done that before, yeah. You know, so what I did, and then I put it back in the in the VCR. I rewound the whole thing. Hopefully, it luckily didn't eat that, too, you know? Like, mm-hmm. You know, didn't get stuck. I rewound the whole thing. So, hopefully, like, you know, it kind of, like... There's a big chunk bolt. missing, basically. You, you literally cut and edit. Uh, cut and paste it. Basically, it's not... Mm-hmm. I don't think it was a huge chunk, but, like, I'm pretty sure if you... I never watched it again, mind you. I think I just like put it like somewhere. You want to risk it somewhere? Yeah. Hopefully nobody ever like found it. Like my dad never like brought it up to me. Or right. Anything. Not like the showgirls thing. That was something different. But uh, like yeah. So I just figured it just got lost in time. That's kind you of know? funny. It's not like you're watching it. And then what if he brings sudden, it up now? Like wouldn't it be funny? <laughs> hey, like, Sonny, <laughs> I found the tape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm played dumb like I would when I was a kid. What? Like, what? 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 What are you talking what are you about? Talking about? <laughs> Here's a Blu-ray, Dad. Don't leave me alone now. <laughs> That's oh, too man. funny, dude. But it's things like that, you know, like mm. uh, even like the little charming things that happen like around, you know. Just, you know, there you know, was one. Um, this, uh, there was one that I was, I had a, uh, a few porns in Iraq too, and I remember like I'd let people borrow. Them. That's pretty good. Well, I uh, I took all my DVD. I took two. You know what Seabag is? Seabag is those big green. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I took two of them, right? 
So the first one had all my gear and the stuff that I would need. The second one, I lit- half of it was full of DVDs. Like I had those. Remember how I collect? You know, how yeah. I had Netflix before Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had like well, I think I counted one day. It was like around two thousand DVDs. Mm. It was something ridiculously crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, um, I took like those big like. The ones that carry 400 DVDs, I yeah, took like yeah. four of them, oh, and I took them all to, uh, so they packed my seat, half my seat bag with it, and then some other shit, and uh, so people were like, oh, Mandel, here, you're the one with the DVD, you know, like, yeah, 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 here you go, they call me Blockbuster, that was one of my nicknames, That's funny. Batman and Blockbuster, those are my two nicknames, <laughs> so people would rent DVDs, and I'd get like their name, obviously I knew who they were, but I'd get that, uh, but there's so many, I'd get a post-it, and i put it in the slot, and that's how people would rent DVDs from me, rent, nice. quote unquote rent, you know, like I'd, let people, I'd let people, I'd let people borrow them but yeah exactly that's how it was so they come oh yeah and they'd come look through the whole selection and like oh shit this is tight i'll take this one this one this one well anyways the porns i only had like 10 porns but one of the ones that i never let anybody borrow was my favorite one which was called trailer trash nurses eight <laughs> and i looked for it i could never find it and i still can't to this day but there's a famous um not famous but like you know in the porn world famous um belladonna do you know okay, her? it sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her and I and I looked on her IMDb and I couldn't find anything for it. And I was like, man, what? Where? I I need if I could just get my hands on this DVD, it'd bring me back some Iraq t- fucking memories, you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. but but that was my favorite one. That was the only one I I. It was really the only one I'd watch over and over and over, you know. But yeah, that yeah. uh, uh, trailer trash is number eight. <laughs> hey, you got that, folks? Yeah, do Belladonna. Favor, do me a favor, it, send it. me a link if you can find it for <laughs> me, guys. It's starring Belladonna and a bunch of other people. Yeah, uh, uh, that's anyway. pretty funny. Uh, do you have any of uh, those kind of memories that, like, it, not necessarily porn, but like a movie you saw where there was a sex scene? That, porn. It, <laughs> porn uh, no. <laughs> a movie you saw with, like, a sex scene that you saw when you were a kid and you're like, oh, shit, you know, that kind of thing? Oh, man. I don't remember the name of the movie. <sighs> shit, Maybe I could it? help you. Uh, what was the movie? Or what, what, what happened in it? Like, uh, the scene in particular? It's, um... Obviously, some guy and some girl in the bedroom, <laughs> but it, uh, like it wasn't anything like super explicit, you know. Like now thinking back, it's like, oh, that's just a naked girl and some dude. Like, <laughs> I guess they're trying to consummate. I don't know, you know. Like obviously, it's nothing like, you know, where you're, you know, used to like when you, when you think about sex when you're a kid, like before, you know, internet and you know, before all that stuff, you know. Yeah. Like, Oh man, you know she's naked. They're gonna do it, you know. Right, right, right. But now it's just kind of like, oh, I guess they're doing it. Like, I don't know. They're pacifiers, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's it's so you know it's a uh, uh, what would you call that? You know when you get these. Uh, I don't. Would you call it desensitized? Yeah, it is desensitized, but it's more like being like, well, it's just being a grown up about it. It's not a big deal as opposed to when you're a kid. Everything's right. too taboo when you're a kid, and now it's just normalized. There you go. Let's say normalized more than desensitized, as far as like naked bodies go, right? You know. Now, mm-hmm. if I see a pair of titties, I'm like, you know, I see a pair of titties like almost because where I'm working right now, well, on the weekends, my weekend job is now because I actually I don't know if I was telling you, but because uh, yeah. security is now my weekend thing. I'm oh, back okay. to the refinery thing. Oh, OK. Nice. So I'm doing that Monday through Friday and then the, the on Saturday and Sunday. But I'm at the um, the outside at the Metro Compton station. Oh, so nice. it's the people I do <laughs> at midnight too, like from like five uh usually from like five in the afternoon to uh one in the morning so like the people i'm dealing with is 
drug dealers, hookers, homeless people. That's nice. basically what all I'm getting. And the hookers, some of them, like, legit, they'll just show me their titties, like, cr- cr- like randomly. But it's it's not, like, the kind of titties you want to see. Oh, okay, <laughs> gotcha. Because gotcha. they're usually either crack addicts or homeless or really old and just, just kind of sad, sad titties. I never want to put that adjective of sad before titties. And okay. sad, and sadly, that's what I'm seeing, sad titties when they flash you or whatever. Or, or not necessarily flash you, but they're just walking around without a shirt. And they have like a jacket on or a thing, but oh, they're okay, just gotcha. being open about it. And it's just like, oh, come on, hey, lady, cover up, please. Like, ah, I don't care, man. Hey, you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> well, they, their words, whatever, nigga, get out of here. You know, that kind of thing. Like, okay. <laughs> okay, lady, cover up, man. No one wants to see those old ass titties. And I remember when I was a kid, I would have killed to see some old ass titties, man. Come on, give me. But now you're just so desensitized to it. It's just kind of a, like oh, a yeah, normalized, ah, yeah. oh, lady, come on, you smell. Come on, come on, keep moving. Just keep it moving. Keep yeah. it moving, that kind of thing. It's pretty yeah. funny. Yeah, it's it, it's it's weird. I don't know, man. That the it's definitely different. This is different kind of the security I've done before. Like you know, obviously I did the celebrity thing for a while, and then I really liked the mental health uh, stuff I was doing there oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. at the mental health institute. I really was digging that, but this is just like I do feel like I'm collecting a paycheck. Like you know, it. I, thank God, knock on wood, I haven't had to pull out my gun yet, mm-hmm. and. Um, but there are like you know like the shootings that happen around there. I think honestly, what I think it is is just people don't know how to. Because um, a lot of people that hire there are like ex cops or ex military. Oh okay. And I am I'm a marine too. You know I'm ex military myself. But it's uh, like I grew up pretty close to that area, right? Compton mm-hmm. Metro Station, not that far from where we are now. Yeah. Most of these guys are coming from like just not this area. Let's just say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they they have this mentality where they're like. Um, Hey man, cut that shit out, or or hey, oh, break it. Gotcha. They ha- they go in hard because they think they're they think like they're in a fu- war zone or something. Yeah, yeah, either that or they think they're a fucking like you're, you're walking your yes, it's our beat, and but we're not cops, man, and they're not going to look at you as a cop just because you have your gun doesn't mean shit, you know. And and the pro that's not even the problem. Like I don't know, with the exception of maybe prisons, I don't know where there's any scenario where talking to that you're going to get a positive result or a positive attitude right, talking to someone right. like that. If you're cool with someone. Or not cool with it, but just be don't be an asshole or don't be a dick, mm-hmm. and have come with a hood mentality. You're gonna be like, hey, what's hey, 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 come on, man, don't don't you know you, you know you can't do that. Take it somewhere else, that kind of shit. Yeah, if yeah. you come at them like that, rather than like get the fuck out of here, uh, the response is obviously gonna be different. Like if you antagonize someone, that's, that's exactly what you're I, gonna I almost get, feel you like know? these guys are asking for it. Like, why is there so many incidents? Uh, there obviously hasn't been any incidents since I've I've been there, but why is there so many incidents with you guys? Like, what are what are you, are you guys looking for trouble? Are you guys looking huh. for the fight? What the fuck? Or are you just are you just just assholes and you're talking to people? You're talking to people who don't give a fuck what it, whether you they got a gun too. <laughs> you're talking <laughs> to people, you know what I'm saying? You got to be aware of that. Or they're homeless and they have nothing to lose. They could use a night in jail so they can get some good sleep or a good meal. You know, mm-hmm. so they're gonna they're gonna some of these people are looking for an, an excuse just to attack you and. They're gonna try to do whatever. So if you if you give them a reason, they're gonna. But if you come at them cool, or so I just don't understand what they don't understand. Like yeah. guys, you guys realize you guys are being douchebags, right? Like we're just rent cops, you know. Like relax, you guys don't. We're not. We're not. You know, you're Top trying to flight. keep. Yeah, we're trying to keep shit. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Like you know, uh, uh, day day. Yeah, day. like dude. Oh really? Yeah, oh, dude. Like some of these guys are like that. Like dude, we're not. Number one, well, you know, we're number one. We're not bad. <laughs> we're not bad on the butt. We're we're not in the war zone thing. Keep keep bring it down. We're in the hood. We're in we're in a fucking obviously in the ghetto. Talk to them in their language and be don't be a dick about it. You know, be cool with them and the response will be way better. But try telling that to some 
young guy who's full of spunk, you know, oh, or some old guy, or or old guy that's set in their ways. It's one oh, of the two. That's one like of the two. Like a Gran Torino, like Clint Eastwood type? Legit. We have like three of those guys. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, man. And racist as fuck, too. <laughs> <laughs> racist as fuck, too. That's and we're, we're just like, man, guys, you guys don't get it, man. Yes, we know. Because they think like we're in a hard area and it's a hard neighborhood and the, there have been a lot of stuff going down. They think that like they got to stay hard and be, respond that way all the time. Like, man, the re... You don't. It's you don't think it's like you guys are causing that. You know, there's. A, yeah, yeah. I, I I feel that way. Honestly, it feels like that to me. But it, the the partner I work with is really cool. He's also like from like South Central, so he knows how to you know, oh, okay, talk to people you. too. And but he's not dumb. You know, he's he's got a good head about himself. So we're doing really good on our our stuff. But it, it, it like I don't. This is it's like oh, come on man like I'm just doing the side but I don't I don't really like this isn't the kind of security I'm used to. I'm usually more used to different things. But, yeah. But this is just kind of like oh, this is the kind of stuff they show in movies, you know. Sometimes, you know, huh. it's just weird. It's just, it's weird to me. It's, I'm not used to it. <laughs> it, 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 it takes some uh, adjusting to, maybe. Uh, yeah, something? yeah, it, it definitely takes adjusting to it. Thank God, I'm, but I'm only also doing it like two days out of the week, so so you know who knows how long I get adjusted to. But it, I, you know, it's fine. That's all I say. But I'm I don't feel like. The fulfillment I would get from the other stuff. Gotcha. You know gotcha. what I mean? It, it's just an it's an experience. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it's definitely yeah, it's definitely that. That's for damn sure. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. Okay, I thought it was tripping because I, I kept something is walking around up there. Yeah, probably like a cat. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're coming to the end. Uh, what do you what do you what are you thinking at, Lovie? We're we're just doing a mini episode, so for everybody, I'm sorry if we cut it short, but you know. We put these out every now and then. It's just fun to get filler. Uh, what? Are you, any last minutes? Any any last moments to hit on? Anything you want to bring up? Anything? Yeah. Seen any cool movies lately? Anything like that? See cool movies. Deadpool two was awesome. Yeah. Oh man, wasn't it? Wasn't it though? Oh man, I I don't know which one. I'm trying between Infinity War and Deadpool too, man. I still gotta watch Infinity War. So I, honestly, I think like it, the rewatchability of Deadpool two is there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I need to see Infinity War, but the re- but I want to see Deadpool too. Does that make sense? Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. But it it was great, man. Like it? It, it didn't lose its touch from the first one, and they you know took it to just a different um. Like when you see the first one, then you kind of know what to expect as far as like everything you know that they did throughout the movie. Yeah. You know, even as you know, just the uh, you know fourth wall stuff and. Uh, just uh, your just Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and, that know. kid was awesome too. Uh, that kid, if you ever get, I think it's on Hulu still. But if you ever get a chance to see Hunt for the Wilderness People, have, have you heard of that? No, movie? no, I haven't. It's a New Zealand film, but it's directed by Taika Waititi, who did What We Do in the Shadows, the oh, vampire movie. Yeah, yeah. So Hunt for the Wilderness People is his, his, his I think his like third movie or something. Oh, like that. nice. But nice. that kid stars in it with Sam Neill, and it's great, man. It's re- actually that director directed Thor Ragnarok too. If you want to stay in the Marvel universe, but if you ever saw the third Thor movie, have you seen it yet? Uh, Ragnarok, no, no, that's probably the only Thor worth seeing because it's really and it's because of his direction, but it's really, really funny. And Jeff Goldblum's in it, so (laughs) he brings a a real Jeff Goldblum ish character, but it's really, really funny. So, uh, check it out uh, if you haven't seen that. That one's it's a it's a comedy. Oh, okay, it, yeah, it's yeah. like up there with Deadpool. Deadpool two. Oh really? Yes, yes. Oh, as nice. far as how funny it is, yeah. Because they re- he really took a character that was kind of boring to be honest, that Thor character, and what he said he wanted to do, and you you definitely get that vibe as like turn him into like unassuming, like a buffoonish kind of hero. Well, okay. he's what he said he wanted to do was make 
um, Thor or into uh, Jack Burton from that's funny from uh, yeah from uh, Big Trouble in China and he and it's hard to miss that he doesn't do that because it's it's pretty close to that. Oh man, that sounds cool. Yeah, so check it out just for that alone because he really does like just picture like yeah Jack Burton kind of stumbling into the hero <laughs> heroness. That's kind of how he is with Thor. just confident cool. but w- confident with not unassumingly confident like he's too cocky in a comedic way because he does things don't really work out for him or he's not really doing what he's, what the heroes does and it's a, it's a 180 from the first two films because the first two films are essentially they're essentially shakespeare in the in in joseph campbell the hero's journey type of thing mm. it's kind of like by the book by the numbers and but they're not really worth watching third one is worth watching just for that direction and uh, oh, yeah, he really he really does a really really great job taika watiti and uh and like i said he did um uh hunt for the wilderness people check that out on hulu if you get a chance is that the one where, are they lost in the woods yes yes okay now well okay. they're kind of on the run they're not lost okay, but they're on the yes. run in the woods and like social services new zealand's version of social services mm-hmm. after them oh okay okay i think i know which one you're talking about i might have or maybe it might have just been a trailer after watching something else yeah because I don't like have like a grasp of the entire movie, but I just have like an image with them in the woods, and they're like kind of they got to keep going. Yes, 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 exactly. Because they're the, uh, people are after, and it's really, really good movie. Oh, okay. Sam Neill plays him and his wife. Uh, you know, an older like white lady adopt this kid who's mm-hmm. obviously you know a uh, um, uh, kiwi, <clears throat> and he's um, kind of a troubled youth, that kind of thing. You know, gets caught tagging shit like that, right? Oh, but he's really funny. <laughs> Not yet, <laughs> but he's really funny in it. Oh, okay. I, I liked him in Deadpool. He was great in Deadpool. So. Dude, he, he's really funny in this one. And uh, actually, Sam Neill's in, he has a cameo in Thor Ragnarok. Now that oh, I think about it. Now that I think about it. And it makes sense. Yeah, it makes shit. No shit. Oh, that's pretty tight. Well, um, uh, Sam Neill, well, him and his wife, uh, and this is in the beginning of the movie, so it's not like a spoiler, adopt a kid. And it's really just his wife. Because Sam Neill is basically... Um, Clint Eastwood and Gran Torino. So he's a bitter old man, doesn't really want to do it, but his wife is really sweet and no, let's you know, let's do it. And oh, she's the okay. one that loves him and cares for him. She ends up dying of a heart attack really early in the film. Mm-hmm. So now it's this kid this guy, this old fucking bastard who did, really didn't want to adopt this kid in the first place with this kid who just doesn't want to be there and they kinda have formed this bond and then oh, they, end up, okay. they they end up going on the run uh from you know uh their, I don't know what it's called, but their version of, of social gotcha. services. And uh, it's really good, man. Really heartfelt, but it's really funny. Oh, okay. Dude, but, but what we do, what we do Shadows, honestly, I think that's one of those mockumentaries that on par with Spinal Tap. So, oh, wow, well, yeah. So if you, expect, if you expect good shit from this guy, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. From this director. Like that, that's a good way to put it. That shit was funny as shit, man. Yeah. Let me go to a club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man, man. the beast! Yeah, well, he, the whole th- the the whole thing of the beast, and it's his ex girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> they built it up perfect though, because it's uh, it's well done, man. The fly is the fly of the Concord guys. The Concord yeah. Dudes, yeah, I don't remember their names, but yeah. Uh, I know one of them, Jermaine something, and then Tiger Watiti. Obviously, he's the actor director. And I don't know the other ones' names, but it's great, yeah, man. That's pretty funny. Yeah. All right, well, let's end it on that, man. Recommend Deadpool 2, Thor Ragnarok, and Hunt for the Wilderness People. <laughs> and Pornhub. And porn, and porn, X videos, oh, X videos for me. Yeah, I mean, whatever you. And sex cannonball run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> and Trailer Trash Nurses number eight. There you go. <laughs> I recommend all those movies, guys. Watch them and catch up. Uh, here comes the come. Oh, what have we? Oh, shit, man. I just remember we had a review that I forgot to read last oh, time. Oh, nice. But a newer review. It's just a quick, simple one, but I, I do want to give a shout out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, to whoever is kind enough to leave us a review. Where is it? Oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is titled I Saw the Load. <laughs> I Saw the Load the Bean. I do not know what that means. Do you? Uh, nope. I saw the load, the bean. Maybe it's supposed to be I saw the loaf, the bean, because your nicknames are loaf and bean. Oh, interesting. Maybe. But it's from Snowball Queen. I don't know who that is. Eef. Snowball Queen? Interesting. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, Jackie is the real reason I listen. That's all she says. <laughs> but she gave us a five-star review, so thank oh, you very much, that. Snowball nice. Queen. Appreciate Snowball that, Queen. man. Maybe that's a clerk's reference. <laughs> Which one? Snowball? Snowball. Yeah. Either Clerks or uh, Rick and Morty. Snowball's a dog from Rick and Morty. Snowball. But or even the cat in Simpsons. Snowball. You know what? It might be Samantha. Snowball Queen. Now that I think about it, if it's a Clerks reference. <laughs> to my sister Samantha. It might be her. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. She's the queen of snowballing, I guess. I don't oh, know. Right. Is that supposed to be? Yeah, whatever. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's it, right? Yeah, I believe Reviews. So. Things. Mm-hmm. Uh, recommendations. Oh, uh, if you yeah, well, leave us a review if you get a chance. If you don't have anything to do, if you have your iTunes account, uh, give us a five star reviews or one star if you think we deserve a one star. But uh, yeah, leave us reviews. We'll read it on the air. We'll give you a shout out. We appreciate it. it helps other listeners find us. Uh, join our mailing list. Yeah, join. <laughs> well, if you have any questions for the show, you can find us at on. I'm pretty good on Instagram, Facebook. If you message me, I'll get to you. Maybe yes or no. Uh, it's Steve Medell, and you can find Lofan Luis Medell on Facebook. But on Instagram, I'm really quick to respond. So Steve Medell one seven seven five for me, and Lofi, you have two, right? Uh, yeah, I have a Static and Television and Born Slippy. That's like my photography account. The Born Slippy one is B zero R N, right? Yeah, R N, and then instead of an S, it's a five L I P P Y. And the Static and Television is just underscore yeah. Static and Television just, underscore, uh, right? Static and Television, one word, yeah. Okay. And uh, Snooze and Booze podcast. Also. Oh, yeah, that one, and yeah. That's our, you know, the podcast. That's our, our podcast one, yeah. So if you ever have any direction, I, I love friends those accounts as well. So if you have, just DM us and ask us questions. We'll give you a shout out. We'll read them on there. Or, or make a comment and we'll, you know, we'll do our thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than that, this has been Snooze and Booze. Bringing you tears, fears, and pretty good beers. Catching the f- oh shit! Do we still uh, say that or no? Uh, we haven't said that in a long time. Oh no! Wait, keep your glass full. Uh, yeah, keep your glass full. We got a new cat. We need a new cat. Yeah, yeah, I like the one we do for the intros where we're like, uh, we ha- I had fun lis- uh, recording. I hope you have fun listening. Yeah, well, funny. we need one for the uh, for the outros. Let's do like a Simulant. Truman Show one. Yeah. Uh, was it? Uh, uh, if I don't see you, oh, uh, uh, good morning. Good morning. But if I don't see you, good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Good night. There you go. Uh, I was like, no, no, no. all right, but <laughs> no, I mean, we, we can make up our own. I kind of like that one though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> true, show, sure, yeah. Okay, guys. Hey, okay, welcome back. Hey, this is just uh, Steve breaking the fourth wall right now. I'm letting you know what's going on. So we did essentially what this is is two mini episodes put together to make one regular episode because we had I had one that we ha- we just never released. And uh, I'm just I'm attaching it to the, this one so it just can be, so you guys get better contact. So the first one was recorded. Uh, pretty pretty recently, about two three weeks ago. However, the second part of the mini episode, or the second mini episode, excuse me, was recorded. Oh man, maybe about four months ago, a, lo- a long time ago. We just never released it, but we figured we just add it to the contact for you guys. Uh, Jackie's here too. It's the fourth of July today, so I actually have a day off, so I'm able to catch up on this stuff. Jackie, say hi. Hi. 
Yep, that was her. Okay, guys. And and then I do another explanation on the second part of the mini-episode about why it's a mini-episode. And it was originally a full, etc. You'll, you'll get it. All right, guys. Without further ado, this is part two. And we're back. Welcome back, folks, to yet another episode of Snooze and Booze. It's going to be episode 120. Now, this is actually going to be a mini-episode. What happened here, let's clear this up. What happened here is um, we're recording a full episode, and then the computer froze... Or what did it do? It like it, blinked out? Something, some kind of glitch in the matrix. Yeah, it was something like that. And then it restarted, and then it uh, left off where we had left off. Like the uh, the screen was still there uh, with our where we're recording from. Uh, but <laughs> but like I guess it didn't record everything prior. It just left us off where it glitched from. It was weird. Yeah. Like, uh, well, anyways, it turned a three-hour episode into a fifty-one-minute episode. Oh man! So we ended up just like, okay, we'll release what we what we got. But this is why we're giving you the intro, the heads up, and why it starts kind of out of nowhere. What do we start talking about? Like your, uh, I think your coworkers love relationship or just relationship for younger kids now, right? Uh, I I guess um, it's um like, like I remember just that one part, but like, oh yeah, but where do we? Get to from like, I, I, that I I couldn't tell you because we were already a couple beers in you know uh, yeah it's quite a few that was like the last hour that yeah. we missed so we missed the first two hours yeah so yeah I don't know how we got there because you know we just like go from one tangent to another and it just leads to somewhere I yeah know. well I mean we're definitely not gonna recreate the first two hours uh, we no way should. it'll be like the room only at the <laughs> oh hi Mark <laughs> no yeah so uh so sorry about that folks but like I said uh I mean it doesn't make a difference to you you guys are just hearing that is but so that's why it kind of jumps in um oh well here we go again and then and then it jumps into that little love talk about what we were just talking about. i think it ends something around like how uh, accessibility of living in southern california mm-hmm. like how easy it is to, or living in a big city in general you know oh, how, how you have liquor stores all over the place easy access you could literally walk down there as opposed to living like in the desert areas or in the inland empire even you right. know where you have to like, drive for 15 minutes before the nearest gas station <laughs> shit like that you it's know pretty uh okay yeah so um i hope you uh enjoyed the last hour of a mm-hmm. whatever episode yeah. uh here it goes so this has been snooze and booze and um nope i fucked that up sorry i'll just leave it <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh, uh we were just talking about how like uh inhibitions right what like uh heavy flirtation how oh, okay. you know gotcha, wanting gotcha. wanting wanting to be loved can be confused you know, yeah that's where that heavy flirtation comes from even though it doesn't come from a malicious point of view however you brought up how alcohol once alcohol is introduced that right. kind of leaves your it kind of takes you down a road where it uh, it's really hard to come back from that kind of thing well, right it's a it was just i think it was yesterday or like two days ago i was uh, talking to one of my coworkers. yeah and he's about like 10 years younger than me you know mid-20s you know he was talking about like we're talking about like oh like, what'd you do this week? oh i got drawing this and that and he just made like this crack about like oh man Taking my phone the next day and looking at all these text messages and this and that. <laughs> He's and like, younger? And uh, No, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, oh, man, I remember that. Been there, done that, right? <laughs> yeah. And, it, like, I think it's just cool, like, because I had told him, like, you tell me all this shit. And then, and like, oh, yeah, and then fucking, I don't know, apologize to people. Like, fucking checking, like, your Instagram, the DMs. Like, oh, man, who did I hit up? And it's like, yeah, like, I'm, like, I told like, man, I'm so glad that it's not like that anymore. Like, and I think it's just because uh, I, I think at some point, I think anyway, it's uh, I think you kind of have you get a handle on the type of drunk that you are. You yeah. Can, like even if you're drunk, you like you're you're not just like just going out like oh I'm gonna hit up so and so or like do none of that shit anymore because I haven't been that way in a while. Can you put that mic closer? Oh yeah, you know and um, 
you know, it's a, it's I can't, I can't even remember the last time that I, you know I was like you know doing shit like that, you know, getting drunk and then drunk texting and drunk whatevering. Like it hasn't been like that. Like in I don't know how long. It's been it's a while. Not yeah. even like a thing. You know, and I'm thinking like, oh damn, like I remember the way shit was back then, where I just get drunk and just. It's got to be a mix of a your your tolerance is better. B, you're older, so you kind of the wiser thing. And C, you just don't get as drunk as you used to. It's got to be a mix of all all three of those, right? Hmm. So I'm trying to think like, what was my tolerance? Because like, my tolerance was was never really that good. I don't think it was. You know, I could just have a few and I'd just be out of my mind. I always felt I had a low tolerance, but I'm just saying. But uh, like like I said, maybe just at some point you just kind of get like a. Like a handle on just like you know the type of drunk that you are, and you know you definitely level out. You definitely you know. do, and you definitely know when it's too far. Like I, I man, come on, I've shit myself before. I mean, yeah. it happens. You know, like we had this conversation. I shit in the front in the front of the house. Yeah, I heard that story too. I mean, it's been bad. And don't even get me started on the whole like, like you just don't even want the drunk texts you said. Like, oh my god, I don't even want to talk to these people anymore because I'm so oh, embarrassed. It's embarrassing. Yeah. It's like yeah, nothing I mean, but shame. We've all been there. If you haven't been there, <clears throat> you don't know. What's <laughs> <laughs> like, you need you need that humility because you need that yeah, embarrassment. Absolutely. And it definitely ch- and it should change you, you know, to want to make a change or it should make you want to make a change. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, definitely. Where you, where you, like, I, I've, I've made a fool of myself. I embarrass myself. And it's more than that. It's more like, fuck, how do I even face these people again, you know? Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's crazy, you know. Uh, a, bu- a buddy of mine recently, a similar thing happened, and he was, you know, I won't mention names, but he was mad enough the next day to come to me and like apologize and the whole night. I was like, I'll tell you what this later. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you might guess, you, you, but anyways, I was like, oh. to me, I was like, man, I've been here with, you know, <laughs> I was in Marines for a long. Time. I've been here with many roads down before with a lot of people, and and it's usually I'll, it'll be a week. Maybe a couple, maybe a couple weeks, sometimes a month, you know, before I hear back from them after a, an embarrassing incident, and I'll get an apology or I'll get a, and I, I've been the recipient of this too, where I've been like, oh man, and you have to make that phone call, you have to make that text the next day, where you're just like, hey man, I'm fucking sorry, dude, you know, that so whole like, thing. damn, are they gonna reply? Are yeah, you know, that, so, you know that whole thing. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, this, this, you know, a good friend of mine too, uh, one of the best, and he came to the door. Uh, he came the next day, came to the door, and man, you know, face to face, apologized, and you know, gave me the whole damn. We, you know, we talked over a six pack, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, back in the thing, I was like, hey man, a good, on- hey man, I appreciate that, good on you, man. Yeah, that's you don't cool. Have to that's good. Yeah, really good. Yeah. But uh, you know, we've all been there. But it's also a, for the most part, it's a young thing you do. It's you a know, growing something you're experience. supposed to grow out of. Really, exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe other people just haven't been. Because it's not like we don't know people that, like... Like, I work with some people who are like, Oh, my God, you have never been drunk before in your life. But yeah, you may have had a few drinks or two, but... what If and when you do start drinking, there's no way... how You're going to be fucking 40 when you start, like, <laughs> going through your phases you should have grown out of in your 20s. You know, that, sometimes I, f- I feel that way. Uh, start going you're to gonna, clubs. You're going to be 40... Well, not that, but I mean, like, you're going to be, like, in your 40s when you start drinking and you start crying <laughs> you know? oh, remember that phase <laughs> where you start you drink too much and mm. you start crying through the sad song it, it's, a, it's happening to go those times yeah it's, but that's a phase uh, you grow out of 
You know, that's a, that's one of the early ones. That's the shit you do when you're a teenager and you're getting drunk around your friends and and you start crying about all the fucked up shit, whatever. You know, that's that's something you grow out of early on. To me, that's why. I per- not just drinking, but personally, all life experiences. I want to get them all out of my way early on, so it's not as embarrassing. The older you get, the more embarrassing you're going to be, just because you shouldn't be that age. I want to <laughs> get my heart broken early, you know, like I did. You know, I got my heart broken early on, and I, I dude, I remember one time this girl broke up with me in like during nutrition. You know how you had that break <laughs> before? It's not lunch, but it's before the period. It's after like second, third period. This girl broke up with me like and nutrition, and I remember just sobbing the rest of the the rest of the week, really. But during in front of everybody, I was just like, "Oh my god!" It's so embarrassing now to think about looking back at it, thinking that's the kind of guy I was at that time. Where it was like she changed me too. I'm sorry, Jackie, but she's the one that <laughs> she ruined me because <laughs> you know I used to be such a the, I was the nice guy, quote unquote, no. before I turned into the asshole guy that more ladies. <laughs> And more ladies are typically no, attracted to you, more yeah, the, yeah. the asshole type of role. I don't think I'm an yeah, I'm an asshole, but I want to be the nice guy. You know what I mean? Right? Like, no, I get you. Like, remember Hitch? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like remember that, that that beginning scene where he's like flashback to in college where he's like kind of nerdy and this yeah, nice guy. Yeah, I was close to that. I was, I wasn't I wasn't that far from that. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think you pretty much just laid it out how, how he learned from that experience to become like the ladies' man that he is. Exactly, you know? but. Wasn't that embarrassing that the fact that that happened to him in college? <laughs> like, that happened to him in college, right? That early scene. Thank God it happened to me, like, when I was in fucking eighth, ninth grade. You know what I'm saying? Like, thank God it happened to me so fucking early on when I was 14. I mean, I can't... If that same situation, how it happened in that movie, Hitch, happened to me when I was... How old is he in college? Like, 20, 21? Like, oh my At God. Least, yeah. Even more embarrassing. I, I think about it now. I was 20, 20 years old. I had a, was married with the wife and kids. Had, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like... Well, I mean, like, say it's not like that for everybody. I mean, like, correct? Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, well, I would think about it more like, um, of course, everybody's gonna experience maybe, maybe if not the same thing, like a certain version of the same thing. Right, you know? right. As far as heartbreak, I mean, nobody's situation is gonna be like completely identical to somebody else's. You know, maybe they're a late bloomer. Maybe, you know, because I always felt like I was a late bloomer. You know. Okay. So. Just last week, I had my first kiss. You know. <laughs> This kiss, this kiss. <laughs> but um, you know, it, it just—I guess—just depends on the person, and it just uh, depends on you know their life. And and vice versa. I definitely know I'm an early bloomer, you know, on certain <laughs> aspects of things. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. It's not the same for everyone or whatever. Everybody hits their strides differently. But I definitely didn't want to hit things where that would be quote unquote embarrassing later in life. Or just too late. Too late. Yeah. I I wanted to be earlier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't remember if we had this conversation on here before. Like, I was saying my first girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I was in seventh grade. And um, it was uh, in uh, orchestra. Okay. Girl in orchestra. I forgot what she played. I think it was a bass. Skin flute. She played yeah, the low flute. flute. It could have been the flute. The low flute. <laughs> Get them all. Get them <laughs> But, um, I'm sorry, whoever you are out there. <laughs> nah, that's cool. Like, you know, we went out for a couple of weeks. It wasn't even that long. Yeah. But it was story. one of those things where it's like, like, oh, I guess this is kind of okay. And then there was still, like, a part where it's like, uh, like, okay, I'll see you later. Like, we didn't really, like, talk on the of phone course, or anything. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, like, I gotta go to, like, I'm going to lunch now, you know. Like, yeah. And then I'm thinking, like, maybe I've always, well, no, nah, I don't Been disconnected always, from... But I think, uh, 
I mean, that was back then, but you know, to that from that point till now, you know, especially just experiencing different things, you know, I think there's like a different there's there's definitely a level of chemistry that has to be present, and not even you know things that take time, you know, with like you know hanging out and doing this and that. Like I think there's just something we click with, you know, right? Yeah. And I don't think it was that, but obviously I was too young to even realize that, you know. Like, she would, like, you know, like, like after class, she would go and kiss me and be like, like, damn, people are going to see, stop. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, th- that was me, you know. I like, was like that too in seventh grade, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, who's going to see me, you know. And then, With the girl who broke my heart in ninth grade, fuck you. <laughs> That's how they get you. <laughs> and um, it was, uh, like, I remember when I forgot what I did or didn't do. And I remember she talked to me about it. She's like, so, like, what? Are you going to, like, back out? What? Like, it was, it was like, this what whole... What was she referring to? No, like... Yeah, it was our relationship. I don't know, like, again, I don't remember what it is that I did or that I didn't do. And she was like... And we're, like, having this, like, you know, one of those conversations. Or at least mostly she is. You know, and this, this, and that. And I'm just kind of sitting there like, oh, like, sorry. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I... And... She's like, so, uh, like, are you going to, like, back out? And I don't know if this is exactly the way it went down. I think I just remember, like, kind of, like, just giving her, like, a like a Rodney Dangerfield mumble. Like, hur, hur, hur. And just, like, I walked away. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then, like, I remember the next next week, she was, like, I started holding hands with, like, some other dude in, uh, in an orchestra. How dare she? Like, I wasn't, like, butthurt about it. Yeah. I was like, oh, I guess maybe, you know, like, he'll treat her better cookie, than I ever will. That's the way the cookie crumbles, right? <laughs> it's, yeah. Look. Yeah, I remember my first uh, girlfriend was in seventh grade, too, yeah. I just remember it being, like, because I really liked this girl, like, a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, she was the girl that eventually, when we, gra- we <laughs> quote-unquote, got back together in ninth grade. She's the one that, like, dumped me in, oh. in front of everybody. Fucking bitch. Fucking fuck you. <laughs> I won't mention your name. Julie Gallardo. Fuck you. <laughs> Slash Gomez. No, no I don't know. <laughs> no, like, I don't, uh, I just remember in South Korea, like, man, I fucking, out. you know, what I thought was in love. And this wasn't my first time in love. This, at this point in my life, was the third time I had, quote, unquote, been in love. No, I Because it happened uh, the first time in kindergarten. And then again, it happened in fifth grade. And then again with this girl in seventh grade. No, I get you, I get you. And the fact that I got with her, I was like, oh, shit, this this is... Because, you know, every movie I've ever seen ever, it's usually the unacquainted love, right? Unreturned type of thing. You know, that's uh, usually how it goes, you know, and you're trying to... I don't know, maybe I just watched Hunchback and Notre Dame too many times, you know? <laughs> if Quasi could do it, so yeah. could I. So this was like, oh, shit, this is... Well, I'll put it that way, like, in... in not that I knew what I was doing. I was fucking five years old and then 11 years old or 10 years old with the first two. But it's not like they liked me back, you know, with the kindergarten right. running the girl fifth grade. This was the first time we're like, oh, shit, I think she likes me back and we ended up getting together. Well, it was the most awkward because I had never, this is my first girlfriend. I had never had a girlfriend before that. It was the most awkward fucking like three months or month, whatever. The, I don't even know how long we were. You know how shit is when you're young. <laughs> Time just all kind of yeah. <laughs> counts together. Like, I mean, it was like the first week before we moved into the hand-holding stages, you know? <laughs> yeah, and then another couple of weeks before we were, like, hugging, and then another week after that, after we were, like, kissing, and then... So it, it was so slow, and she had already had boyfriends by then, so I was the one that was late to the game, 
So I was really the one. She's like, "What's up with this dude? <laughs> like, why is it? Why is it? Why are we already here?" So I really felt like I fucked it up just from my inexperience, you know. So I, 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 I think that happens. Yeah, you know? and I thought that was unfair. Hey, hey, come on, like, take it easy on me, lady. I felt like Rod Danger. <laughs> oh, come on, no, no, come no respect, come no respect, no respect yeah. at all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, so you know, you, you, you're uh, we're kids, man. But I think it's important to have your heart ripped out when the when that's the most important thing in the world to you at the time. I think that's so important to have that just because you realize that it's not the end of the world. You right. realize you kind of grow up. Eventually, out of it. like you get to that point. It's a, it's a journey for sure. You know, that's what I think that's kind of probably why it slowed down the process. You know how you, uh, the, you're a late bloomer type of thing. Cause your first breakup, you were kind of really nonchalant about it. Like you can't even well, give me, a fuck. Like it was my first girlfriend and my damn first breakup same time because i like right i guess uh and you took it in a really like kind of like lack of lazy kind of lack of daisy kind of way right i think maybe i just like wasn't into her that much was that kind of like a precedent for most of your relationships well it's either like um i'm either on one end where it's like i'm one extreme or the other like uh like i mean she's cool but like i'm not all there right or then it's on the other one where i'm like super one hundred fifty thousand percent. but is she not all the way then when it's like that most of them aren't no okay so that's what i'm talking about shit (laughs) i I have like this like it's almost like my whole love life has been this imbalance right very polarizing right one way or the other yeah it's a yeah it's just almost a what would you call it? Something like where you can't really like fine tune it. It's just can't level. Like you go over here, but it's over there, and then you go over there, and then it's over here. It's yeah, like something out of like a like a cartoon joke. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, you know, and that's, that's the way it's always been with me. Huh. And uh, just thinking like uh, you know, being um, I love this song. Yeah, just love yeah. this song. Uh, I before getting with Tina, you know, I'd been single for like what, like six and a half years. Mm-hmm. But you've been on the dating circuit. You just haven't been within a relationship with yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, even, like, for a while, like, okay, you know, at some point or other, there was a girl that kind of came across that, you know, tickled my fancy. But it just never really panned out, again, just because cause I, I think at that point, after uh, my last relationship, I was just like, man, fuck this. I'm going to stay single. Like, uh, you know, I don't need this shit. Like, yeah. I'm an independent black woman. Don't need no man. So how, like, how old are you when you said that? Uh, shit. Shit, uh, two thousand. Damn, that shit's almost like maybe ten years ago. Almost mini the, mini the mooch, right? The huh? song, the song is mini the mooch, right? Mini the moocher. Uh, it's uh, summertime. Oh, so, oh, okay. Never mind. It does sound like mini the moocher. I thought, I thought like it was Cap Calloway. Yeah, Cap Calloway. Yeah. Song, yeah. Well, I was, uh, okay. When you said that, how old were you? I want to say like maybe like it was like right after I broke up with uh my last girlfriend, official girlfriend. Yeah. And um, but this is mid twenties, late twenties, late twenties, I would say. So I mean, at this age, like you realize, you said that as a emotional response, like you realize that's probably, or did you not at the time? Were you serious at the time? Well, no, I mean that's the thing. That's kind of a ridiculous statement, right? To say no, it's the same for everyone. That's the thing because, like, especially when you're in that level of like whatever's going, like whatever on in your head, it's like, man, fuck this, like you know, I don't need this shit, I don't need no, like, like whatever you want to like rant about, you know? Yeah. And, um, and of course, I think that's just always, you know, like, just that hurt that you let somebody in and just whatever happened, happened, and you're hurting, and there's, like, a bitterness, and... But, you know, like, from that, you know, in, like, those years that I was single, 
you know, I did do, I had done a lot of soul searching, you know, mm. you know, where, you know, like, okay, like in certain instances, it's like, okay, maybe I didn't make the best choice of girlfriends. And if, you know, I had been smarter instead of just like, you took a little bit of responsibility for yeah, that. You yeah. Know, okay, yeah. You Which know, is important, I, right? it's like, okay, you know, I should have seen that one coming and like, I, I, I brought that on myself, basically. Right. You know? Maybe not 100%, but it is important to take a little bit of responsibility. And, and I will, you know? I'm not just going to go yeah. around pointing fingers like, oh, she hurt me. Wah, wah, wah. A lot of people do, dude. Everybody you know? else is <laughs> the world's fault but their own, right? Yeah. You know, and uh, that's how you get those uh, Vegas shooters, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, conspiracy theories. No, no, awesome. shooting dice. What are you talking about? No, no I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> pretty good. I was going to say wedding photos, but hey, whatever. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, like there, there was, you know, that part of it where I realized, well, there's some relationships where I should have seen this coming. Like, what was I thinking? I should have fucking known better, you know? And I've then been there's there. others, I've said that many times. <laughs> you know, where, um, like, okay, you know, like, I get that I'm difficult. And, you know, like, whenever they leave or they break up, you know, of course I'm hurt. It's like, how could you leave me? You said you never leave me and this and that. But they do, and, you know, just bitter and hurt for fucking ever mm-hmm. but then like again you know like i said i've been you know like these past years of being single i just you you reflect on this shit yeah of course yeah it, it doesn't happen it doesn't should, happen though. like right away but yeah you know you should be reflecting on all our experiences even stuff like from that we got over already like let's right. take a little look at that again what else can i what other wisdom can i get from that right from that fuck up whether it was my fuck up or somebody else fuck up, what else can we get from it? yeah you're right you're i'm sure you should you, you should reflect yeah and you know i did that again and i'm thinking like wait it's not like any of these other girls, like, you know, they just left that, you know, like, like, oh, shit, like, uh, I, I didn't wake up on time or, you know, like, oh, shit, like, a, a fucking tree fell, like, half across the world. Just some excuse, you know, to be like, oh, what? That's it? Fuck this. Like, I'm out. You know, they, looking back, you know, they didn't make an effort, you know, to, like, stick around or, to, you know, to oblige to whatever I wanted to do or not wanted to do, and then... You know, but at the time, I didn't see that, you know, because it's like, you can be very one-sided. Yeah. And, you know, especially, you know, when you're in, like, a particular, like, state of mind, it's only about the way that you see things, and it, it, it's just, uh, like, uh, you can't, re- it's almost like, kind of like, you're kind of like in a pit. I, you're trying to creep out, and you can't really see, like, all that much. I've literally, I think I found completely vital to a good relationship. I don't know if it's good. To a uh, long-lasting, I don't just don't want to put it. I'm just I hate to use myself as a personal example, but I look at what else can I do, right? Yeah. The, uh, but I found that yeah. for myself personally, I found the key aspect to one of those things to staying together, or at least actually forgiving each other, is putting each other on somebody else's shoes, like seeing something from her point of view or vice versa. Right, right. And and usually she, uh, the woman, is usually stubborn and she will not put herself through your point of view, <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of have to do it for her. So, but yeah, putting yourself like, okay, so what's she thinking throughout this situation? How she, how am I coming off to her? Because it's not, it's not necessarily like, let me see the world through her eyes. It's literally, how do I see myself through her eyes? How am I coming off? Of, because we, it's like that, uh, this is a great, by Grant Morrison, great quote, but everybody, everybody, every villain, he's talking about heroes and villains. Every villain sees themselves as a hero in their own book. There's nobody that sees themselves as a villain, you know. Right. Those that do are the psycho, the true psychopaths, right? But oh. everybody's a hero in their own book, including the villains. And it's kind of, you kind of you throw that aspect on yourself individually, like 
yeah, of course I'm right because I know I'm right, and you because you have your own point of view. But you're coming off completely as a villain to her. And if you're, if you're arguing for fighting, of right. course, this is what I'm talking about. Getting through fights. The getting through fights like, well, how are you coming off to her? Oh, you're obviously coming off. Well, in my case, you're, you're obviously coming off as an aggressive bully. That's a know-it-all. That, you know, putting shame. Yeah, no shit. You're coming off super aggro. She has to react defensively. And she has to react aggressively. Or else she's going to be, you know fucking ran over or a doormat or right. a sheep and she doesn't want to be noticed she's gonna throw the edward scissor hand scissors at you and the claws <laughs> at you but yeah yeah if you if you tr- you know during whatever argument or whatever fight you have if you put yourself through her eyes not necessarily just to see the world through her eyes but to see yourself through her eyes just to see how you're coming off of it completely changes your perspective this happened literally like two three days ago where me and, Je- me and my wife were arguing and man i mean i just heated battle but i'm literally like man fuck you i want a divorce that kind of shit like right there right there that like zero to 100 like why man where did it come from and then she doesn't respond the way i think she's gonna respond and it completely shuts me off and then it just like okay what's going on here and then i see myself through her eyes and like immediately okay you know i'm sorry babe let's Let's, let's stop the bullshit let's, uh, My bad My bad Let's stop the bullshit She's like Okay And like What Okay fuck you Apologize too <laughs> <laughs> Instantly back at it <laughs> What you should be Apologize too Fuck you How dare you She's like Yeah okay Okay Like like I better You know I yeah, always yeah, felt yeah, like yeah, that yeah. Like what No how dare you Apologize for your bullshit too <laughs> yeah. yeah I was close to that dude Like what I, I can't believe I came forth first And then you still Fucking shade me Fuck you And it got even more But eventually It was almost laughable It was just like this It was laughable Like what how dare you And then she apologizes too eventually But I had to legitimately Be the one to be like Damn I gotta see how I'm looking here you're just nine times out of ten, you're always gonna look like that. It's not like the girl is. Ever, it's not like the girl or the guy is ever gonna. It's not like whoever the opposite sex is, right. is ever gonna look at you and be like and think to themselves like, "Am I the bad guy here?" You got to be the first one to do it. <laughs> you got to be the first one to, to humble yourself and be like, "Oh yeah, I'm coming off as the bad guy here." Even though in your eyes, just a split second before, she was coming off as the bad girl because right. you were in the right. You got to switch the roles. That's what I found to keep in a relationship alive. Huh. Right? As right. far as get, as far as getting over fights goes, you know that goes. And there's another thing to be said to like, is it even worth the effort? Like, I don't even feel like doing that, or I don't like. Am I that? I don't really care about this girl that much. Like, if do I really want to do that? You know, yeah. In my case, yes, I do. Yeah, but no, no, no. but no, like I've had other girlfriends or relationships where like she's making a big deal out of all this bullshit. Man, do I even want to? F- why do I want to make the emotional effort to put myself to try to save this quote unquote relationship <laughs> when I really don't even give that much a fuck about it? You know, if th- if that if anything is telling me something, that's telling me something. The fact that I'm not willing to make that effort or sacrifice. There's mm. certain people you're willing to go through the mud for, and if that girl isn't one of them or that guy isn't one of them, like you should probably just cut it off already because that means you're, it's, it's not. Gonna, that means that you're just saving your future problems. That's all you're doing. Sounds about right. Legitimately. Have, yeah. uh, delay the inevitable. Or that. Delay the inevitable. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Because, I mean, we do any number of things to try to avoid all the shit that we don't want to face, you know? That's, that's definitely one it's thing. That Kevin and Bean ghosting bullshit. You know, <laughs> the, the way they did Lisa May. The way they did Ralph Garman. You know? That's pretty fucking... They're literally fucking... That's, up, that's some coward shit right there. 
They're trying to tell them what's going on. What's up? And they're ghosting. I'm like, hey, man. I'm telling you, dude, that's that. I, I don't follow it, no. <laughs> I don't know how I brought it back to Kevin and me, but whatever. <laughs> no, I mean, it makes sense. It, it's a good analogy. Yeah, man. It's that. It's that. It's literally a coward's way out, you know? Like, well, I mean, regardless, but that's if you want to be in a. If you think that girl or the guy is worth it in the relationship, if you think the hurt is worth it, you know that famous Bob Marley quote: "Like everybody's gonna put you through the ringer, everybody's gonna make you hurt your feelings. It's it's which which people you're willing to to take that pain through and push on through mm-hmm. that that really are the ones that matter. Because if I'm not like what I'm not, if you really do feel like oh this person's treating me like shit, like I might my heart is constantly getting broken and uh, she doesn't even return. Like fuck, th- why am I even doing it? That's when you got to wake up and realize that's not even worth it. As you have pro- to do that for yourself, regardless of what you feel. Like despite like yeah. the your head in the clouds. You got to keep your feet on the ground. You have to right. still be logical. Think about it. Would she it. Th- would she put up with this pain for you? If she wouldn't, you know the answer. Get out the fucking door already. You know. Hmm. Yeah, that's where you gotta be. Is a juice know. worth the squeeze? Remember yeah, from Next Door. Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah, Timothy Oliphant said that. Yeah, I love that fucking movie. That's a good one. You know, I man, I remember as a kid, legitimately thinking like, I don't care if the juice isn't worth the squeeze because I have enough juice for, uh, or I have enough squeeze for both of us. You know, I legitimately <laughs> was so naive to thinking like, no, 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 I have enough love for both of us, even if. She doesn't love me as much, you Because you have to bridge that gap. If they're running across it, then you're going to do it for her. So bad, man. It's so... Like, you think about that. I hope my kids go through this early on. Stop peanuts. I hope my kids go through this early on so they don't have to... So they don't have to be in their 20s and 30s going through this. You know what I mean? I want them to be teenagers when they're going through. And I want to be able to talk to them about... You know, I'm really, really open with the children. You know how I am with my kids specifically but i'm really really like i let him know like oh man this girl broke my heart i cried so much and i remember the first time i said that to to tommy he looked at me a little weird but i was talking about relationships but he looked at me though like what you cry you know that kind of thing right <laughs> yeah. yeah gwen wasn't because i've cried in front of gwen before it's, it's a little bit different with gwen she's a little emotional but uh yeah, yeah. well just like in in, in and like the way where we're where we're having like good talks and stuff, and there's been like a really sad subject that's come up, or I'm talking about something. Yeah, I've kind of let my 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 uh, feelings get a little bit more open to her. And she, yeah, yeah, you know, we let your guard down a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I think that's a good thing with her. With Tommy, it kind of threw him off because he's never seen that kind of, you know, that side of me. And I let him know like, oh man, I cried forever, and he's like, really. I remember him giving me a look. He didn't say anything, but he gave me a look. Like, yeah, the look says it all. Kind of confused, but like, you know, like yeah, man. And I remember I picked up on it right away. <clears throat> like, yeah, dude, it's uh, yeah, dude. Uh, this girl broke my heart. You know, this is obviously I had to do the whole before your mom type thing. <laughs> 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 like, oh yeah, this is before your mom. And he's like, yeah, dude. No, all, and I'm like, you dude, By the time I was your age, I was already in love. Yeah, I mean, you have your, you have, and I'm trying to tell him like, you have these feelings for these girls, and you don't know how to accept it, you don't know how to act, and you're trying to be gentleman about it, but you don't know how to do it. And really, it's just confusion is the worst thing ever because you don't know what to do. You just have these feelings, and you hide it, and you scream in your pillow. He's like. I'm like I'm telling you, dude. I know, <laughs> and I'm like, nigga, I know. Homie, I know. <laughs> but I want, I want to be oh, as open as I want to let him know I'm vulnerable, so he knows it's okay for him to be vulnerable. Right, you know right, I mean? right, dude, uh, dude. Oh my god, do you remember when we were kids? I remember. Well, I don't. I mean, I'm not sure about you, but for me, when I got my heart broken, I like, who, I don't even know who I talked to. 
Because I have nobody. Because it's not like I could ever tell my parents or my dad. Or yeah, yeah. It, I, I, I think like that's also girl. a cultural thing, you know. It's not like, yeah. Because I know I can just go up to like my mom or even my dad, especially. Fuck no, right? You know, no, like, uh-uh. You know, my, she left no, me. My, my sisters hated me. My parents, no, nobody, <laughs> nobody. I couldn't go to it's anybody. Like, man, you just suffer in silence. That's you all suffer you can in do. silence. That's what it is. That, right? That's what like, you do, man. I suffer in silence, and it makes it so much worse. And like you know, for for my son, I wanted to be like, you're gonna suffer in silence for sure, because he's gonna know, he's gonna know not to be, you know, whatever. But I also want to know, like, it's okay. What you're going through is not like that's what we all need to go through. You know, what I mean? right? Yeah. I want to, like Gwen knows that a little bit. She she knows what's up a little bit more. Even though I really feel like Gwen's gonna be one of those people that don't really fall in love till like their twenties and thirties, just because I feel like she's gonna be shutting everybody off until. Just feels like, oh, I've heard about this. Uh, no, thank you. She's very much like that. So I don't know if it's a good mm. thing or a bad thing that I've exposed her to information early on. But I really don't feel like she's giving me that vibe that like she's legitimately already on guard and trying to block everybody. She does. She has no time for any kind of guys that she thinks is cute. Any kind of bullshit, you know. Oh, one of those. <laughs> she huh? has no fucking get out of here, you know. Like fuck you out of here with that bullshit, you know. Mm. And we're always every time we're watching movies or shows, I'm constantly making like, mm-hmm, that's gonna be you, huh? It's like, no! Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> Whatever, some dumb girl falls for some dumb guy, or oh, some okay. dumb guy falls for some dumb girl, you know, like, okay. uh, mm-hmm, look at this bullshit, right? You're like, mm-mm, that's not me, you know, that kind of thing. You know, <laughs> she wrote, she wrote her. Well, that's cool. Maybe, we'll find out. Oh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I always say that. Dude, I was, dude, honestly, parenting is just experimenting, and I hope this experiment works out. <laughs> I have no idea, what the fuck I'm doing, no idea what the fuck I'm doing, dude. No idea what the fuck I'm doing, I mean, nobody ever really does, I guess, right? Yeah, but we don't realize that, right? Our kids don't realize that. Well, I mean, I don't have kids, so I'm just like... No, no, I mean, like, when we were kids... out of my ass right When we now. were kids, we thought the parents knew everything, right? True, true, true. Then, like, when you get old enough to kind of, like, look back and start questioning, like, all this shit. Like, you made me do that? Like... <laughs> I tell them now. I gotta tell Tommy and Gwen now. Like, dude, we don't know what we're doing. I hope it works out, but honestly, like, I, I mean, and, and, and we tell, like, dude, I was just talking to her yesterday about, or and Tom yesterday about, like, like we're buddies. We're really cool, but, like, we're experimenting with this. We don't know if this is the right way to do it or not. We we don't know. So if you guys turn fucked up, I'm sorry, you know? <laughs> so, and they're just like, mm, we're okay, we're okay. Like, I know you're saying that now, but I don't just say no, man. When you're in therapy 20 years from now, don't don't fucking come. Oh, me. I told, I gave you a heads up. You know? That's the worst. Therapy, it's therapy. Yeah, I know I feel as a parent if they're in therapy. <laughs> well, is that always like the thing? At least for a father, you know, just to make sure, like you know, you keep your girl off the pole, and as long as she's not. I mean, I've said it before, but man, you love being a turtle. Man. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's three things I don't want. And after that, anything out of that is all golden. I don't want them to be dumb. I don't want them to be mean. I'm, I need them to be polite. And I don't want them to be pussies. The three things, if they're either one of those, I fail as a father. Don't be a fucking pussy. Don't be fucking stupid. And please be nice to people. That's all I ask, man. That's it. That's good. That's not a lot, doable. man. That's not a lot to ask, man. I can't believe that's the standard. That's pretty low for a standard, in my opinion. But <laughs> that's all I want from them. And so far, I mean, they're really, 
they're really so cool. far so good. They're really so, they're really good people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for the most part. Yeah. yeah, maybe I don't tell them that enough, but maybe I shouldn't because like you don't a, want to get that parent where uh, whiplash. Like, good job. There's nothing more. Like, yeah, I let them know about that too, though. That's what's fucking weird. I literally tell them about how suffering is a blessing, and how like. The more comfortable you get, the how the worse it is for you because you need to grow. You never. I tell them that I don't know how much they get that, but I literally like shit like that, like shit that people don't get till they see a movie about it. Like I'm letting them know right now. I hope it sticks with them, man. <laughs> I really do. I'll find out later, man. <laughs> I guess it'll. If and when it happens, it'll happen. If it happens, you know. I mean, I mean, I, honestly, I don't. It's not like. I'm expecting the most out of them. I just really just want them to be cool. That I really like. I was just talking to them earlier about how I really like how they're both really into music. And I don't mean just listening to music, how they both really like uh, playing music. Oh, yeah. And they're both really taking that artistic where, where they like creating art, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Drawing for like Tommy, that. painting for Gwen. But they both like that kind of aspect of it. But I also don't want them to be non-physical, you know what I mean? I want them to be having, being just... It's usually that stereotype where... If you're artistic or you're smart, you're in this box. You're kind of very meek and, uh, I guess, you know? non-confrontational. And... and if you're aggressive or if you're physical, you're in this box. I really don't want them to fit into the, either of those stereotypes. I want them to find kind of break. You better be homies with the football team, but you also better be homies with the chess club, too. You know That's what I mean? Tight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And while, while being in charge of the art club. You know what I mean? Like, I... Uh, slash being in the music. Tell them the breaststrokes, man. Violent breaststrokes. That's a secret. Uh, yeah. Very Van Gogh. But. It's everything. A little piece of Jack of all trades type of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Want that for them. But I want that for them so, because I want them to be well rounded. But I do also don't want to push anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's weird. That's kind of where I'm now. Like, man, what do I push and what don't I push? I don't want to push certain things where I think it's a reflection of myself. And I don't want to, like, um, man, how do I put it? Like, I don't want to be like, like a helicopter parent. You know what I'm talking about? Like a drone? A helicopter? No, I'm not. Like oh, a drone. Well, okay. It means hovering. It just means, like, what? it's a term, helicopter parent, where, like, like, it's micromanaging. No, their, you're their constantly every... just like looking over shoulders and micro. Yeah, you know, I don't want to be a micromanagement or someone who thinks who wants their kids to live vicariously through them because whatever my my you know. Yeah, we were in a band forever. Oh, you know, you guys should be in a band too because or and then try to get him, uh, Selena, right? You know, her, her oh, dad, okay. Selena's dad, type of thing. <laughs> yeah, that that's pretty close to right. You know, we were in a band. We played forever and. Oh, you know, we didn't make it, so let me make it my kids and so they could make it. You know, let me impose that bullshit. No, no, yeah, you know, like, especially when you get, like, you know, parents, like, you know, forcing their kids into, you know, like, sports, like, soccer, like modeling football, and stuff, mo- you know, oh, especially. Oh, my God, the pageant shit, oh, my God. Because that shit is, that shit is crazy, man. Horrible, that's like, man. I think that's definitely like an adult thing where, as an adult, you have, you make that conscious decision to do something like that, you know, you Horrible. don't, you don't force your kids to do shit like you that. You shouldn't, that's, no, man. I don't know, man. Like, I mean, again, I don't have kids, but like, like I don't think I could, I would want to live with myself, like making them do something they don't want to do, especially something like that where you're just constantly being judged and like, no, I want them to, you know, I want to, you know, to, you know, 
play and be innocent you know like don't worry about things like that especially things like where later on you know it Give may a have like a, or something. A, effect absolutely you know I don't want to have to worry about it. That shit fucks with your head, you know? Mm-hmm. But I also... You know what I want? I want them to recognize that that might fuck with their head. You know what I mean? Oh, to be cognizant, like, you know... Cognizant yeah. of... Eh, dude, number one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from the very beginning, like, I've always said, the one thing I want for you guys is for you to be filter out... Filter influences that are being influenced upon you. So you can take the good and, and leave out the bad. Gotcha. But be able oh, to um, critical thinking. That's important. The number one thing: critically think about something, not just being able to take everything subconsciously, or whatever. And it's simple as it. for you to be able to critically think about any single situation that's being taken apart. That's probably the most. If I can show you how to critically think about something, it's, and that's just my kids, my, my friends, or why anybody. I want you. I want you. Everybody to be critical thinkers. Right. Where they think about something thoroughly, you know, without having to just take everything in all, all at once, you know, without having to think of the little, uh, the fucking uh, Wizard of Oz being about, you know, a girl trying to get back to Kansas. Uh, it, oh, it happens to be about financial dissidence or about animal cruelty or about whatever the fuck, you know. It's crazy, you know, like there's like all these like theories about like what it actually represents. Like every, every. Well, I mean, you can say that about a lot of movies. That's but, what I'm talking about, though. Yeah. Every movie. Look about what it could mean. Crit- that critically think about everything, not just the face value of something. You know what right. I mean? Not just what the show you for the master you can give your twenty dollars. It's just an entertainment to get you through the next hour and a half. Yeah, think whatever. about what it really represents for any little thing. Think about what every little song really means. You know, think about where every little um, anything. You know, uh, Medea movie. Probably some truth to that. Yeah, <laughs> there's probably some biblical truth. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> there's something said to be like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no. It's just- yeah, yeah, it's important. It's hard, man. It's it's hard, but at the same time, like, fuck, man. I, I just, what's hard is the balance that that I walk through as a parent between how much do I input and how much do I expo. You know what I mean? Like, how what do I want to, uh, where it's obvious it's my influence, and what do I want them to let, let them think they came up with their on their own? You know, it's weird. Like, I always wonder, you know, like how can you know. You know, like, you can raise your kids, you know, like, okay, you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do that. But at the same time, having them realize that you're not going to be around forever to, like, n- not even that you have to be, like, dead or anything, but you're not going to be around where, like, say, you know, they're going to they grow have a up crossroads. and, you know, yeah. they're going to have their own lives, you know. Like, you're not going to be over their shoulders telling them what's right and what's wrong. Mm-hmm. You can only instill, you know, I guess, uh, is it, like, you know, morals and values? I guess, or is it ethics? More than I think, but in, in reality, that part's kind of easy to be honest with you, because that part, honestly, and what I've told them, hundred percent, like, dude, don't be an asshole. Be I, just word for word, don't be an asshole. Just be nice. If something doesn't think like, if you're gonna come off as kind of mean about it, relax. Think about it again. You know, do you know? Think about the decision as you, so where you, make a decision so where you don't come off as the mean person. You know, that's the easy part. The hard part is where it's like, how much is the intervention part? Where like, what do I say that's going to get them where like, fuck, that's too much of myself in it and not letting them think on their own. This is my personal point of view and in my contract, you know, man, what's an example? No, not really homophobia. I'm pretty open with that shit. Hmm. Uh, let, let's say I wasn't, right? Let's say like, because Gwen's really, really into that whole... Um, 
like uh well her favorite show is you know i've said it before but rupaul's drag race for her show oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is open you know the whole training thing she got on me about like because uh, like oh who's that dude and i was making that thing about uh like oh that's kind of that dude's kind of funny right and at the time the dude didn't even have the makeup on it was, he had like the uh the bald cap you know how oh, the, yeah, the whole yeah, thing yeah. Like she, Papa, she she's correcting me on the on the turn to refer to how that referred to. Oh, them. okay. She's like she, Papa. You know they, re, you know she's a she. Like all right, all right, all right, cool. And I'm kind of doing that whole <laughs> like oh right, right. You know the jack off motion. Like okay, she, she, whatever. You know. And she's like yes, okay. And I'm like okay, cool. And I guess to a point she's right in the whole like sensitivity to someone's belief structure. But at this point, I also wanted to be, I, you know, it was borderline where she has a certain, like, belief structure now. Like, she really, really, she's really adamant about how if they believe themselves a girl, then a girl. And and at this point, I was like, look, man, like, biology is biology. I was, I was at this point where I was like, look, man, biology is biology. Yeah, she, I'm sure he refers to herself as a she, but until the post-op, it ain't nothing, you know. <laughs> Nature versus nurture type shit? Even then. It, it, uh, no, for me, honestly, it was an antiquated kind of point of view. Okay. You know? But also, like, how much do I point of that myself to her where it changes her perspective? And then it, huh. it was it was kind of a little, a mini little, like, man, should I even say more on this subject? She already has a pretty good point of view on the modern day of viewing of this oh, kind yeah, of thing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And by all means, it's cool, but should I even, should I even say more to my input about... Just because my view is a little bit more old-fashioned. And maybe I can back it up with some more, like, science facts. But should I even change a skew that view? It, it became, because she's on the right path on her own. Right, right. Maybe. Do I really want to throw a wrench in there just be, just to get her to <laughs> to think abstractly about something else? So it, that that was the kind of more dilemma that I kind of mm. dealt with, you know? Interesting. Yeah. Let me pause the guy and take a piece. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from Stay away Robin. Robin. <laughs> Cable guy. Goddamn, I love that movie, man. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> All right, man. You want to? Uh, we're getting about the two-hour mark. Where, uh, where do you want to end it on? Uh, Any last-minute things you want to bring up? Let's see. It's kind of like Jerry Springer's final thought. A little bit of that, yeah. Maybe like the drunk version where nothing really kind of touches on anything. It's just <laughs> whatever comes out at that point, huh? I always liked the. Uh, is he still? He's not still on, right? The Jerry Springer. Yeah. I'm not sure, actually. Huh? I wonder. I know uh, the bodyguard uh, Steve. 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 He has his Dinko. own show. Yeah. Now, and all that. Oh, for a while. Yeah. Because yeah, I didn't even know. I forgot how I even found out. Like, what the fuck? The Steve Ditko show. Yeah, for a long time now. That's he, pretty cool, you know. Yeah. I guess. It, it's a. It's an industry, I guess. <laughs> <sighs> that whole shock value thing. Yeah. I mean, I definitely. I definitely saw when it was big at the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man, I remember watching like Jenny Jones and Ricky Lake. Those were my. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jenny Jones is the shit. I love Jenny Jones. Yeah, I love Jenny Jones. I, I think her show went off the air after this whole like uh, some gay dude killed some, or no some. Some guy came out to another guy like selling him like secret lover type of thing. Oh yeah. And then that, the guy that you know the the gay guy came out to ended up killing him or something like that. For real? Yeah, it was something bad like that. Like the guy was. Is that part so, of like just for ratings or did that really happen? <laughs> no, it really happened. Oh, well, she was in court. I remember a picture of her in court testifying. 
But I remember the, the whole conspiracy around that at that time, and it ended up shutting down the show. Or whatever, she never came back after that. I think, I think from I remember from Jenny Jones, she started out as a stand-up comic. Did she really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what it was. She, she started out as a comic, stand-up comic, like in the eighties, and then eventually she got that show in the nineties. You know, doing her thing. I really yeah, like the show. The show yeah. I don't know if she was a stand-up comic. Was she funny? I remember be her being kind of funny, but I never saw any <laughs> kind of any, any, any uh, I think she was like a club comic, so I never I don't know. She, she, I don't think she had oh, any specials. Okay, or anything, gotcha. but, yeah. So if you just caught it one night, you caught it. That, yeah, yeah, club comic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Prior to podcast. <laughs> uh, what about you, Lovey? Who who do you? Um... Uh, so no, no, no. What, what we're talking or... about like parenting, right? No, no, not your thoughts on parenting. We pretty much did the rundown of parenting and relationships. So. Yeah, it's kind of how it is. Yeah. Any final uh, thoughts then? Final You're Jerry Springer, thoughts. I think? Well, if I was Jerry Springer. <laughs> yeah. So easy, because all he has to do is just read off of it or just memorize whatever. He was the mayor of Cincinnati. He's a mayor of Cincinnati? He was. Oh. Before he got into, like, television. Oh, really? He was in politics. He was the mayor of Cincinnati, yeah. Cincinnati, Ohio. Interesting. Yeah, I was there for a few months. Cincinnati. It's pretty ghetto. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Because that's like the city, city. Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm-hmm. It's like, is the cap? Is the cap? No, no. Mm. No, no. Wait. Uh, uh, Cleveland is Cleveland, like, Ohio. Yeah. The big cities there are Dayton, Cleveland, and Cincinnati. Those are the biggest ones. The biggest cities there. But it's a really like, it's split down the middle. How do I put it? You like, know where the black side of town is, and you know where the white side okay. of town is. There's yeah. a suburbs and the. Well, I mean, you can say that about it's it. It's legit city. out of the uh, other side of the train, tra- train tracks type of thing. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Is that like a major city thing, where there's just like the like Maybe in, in New the York. Midwest, yeah. Oh, New York. What? Like, like say New York. You know, you have like no. Was it New York or Jersey? I, like remember in um, Chasing Amy, mm-hmm. where uh, right before Joy Laura and Adam comes out to her friends, where she's like, "Oh, well, I comes go, out by right. mean she's dating a guy, right?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh, you know, well, I met them at yeah, the whatever the it's pronoun like, oh, game, a, a bridge and tunnel dyke. That, that's what one of her friends refer, refers to him. And what a bridge and tunnel person is is not people that live in the city; they're people that live outside of the city but, but they travel. just come over mm-hmm. you know to party or whatever you know yeah so i think that, that that's that's always like a thing you know that's the southern california version of like living in the inland empire the ie and then just taking the freeway up to work over here or whatever oh man that's it because i have a, a a girl that used to work over at the office mm-hmm. she lives out like yeah and and the IE. I want to say like Upland or further. I don't. I don't really remember. But well, yeah. the houses are nice but cheap. Yeah, but it's also like the meth capital of fucking you know California and is it that. really? Well, Corona and fucking yeah, all those places. Yeah, yeah. Right, Pat. I want to get it. Get in on this. <laughs> yeah, but for the most part, yeah, they have the uh, the pass, the fast pass. You know, on the ninety one. Oh, the fast pass. I have one. It's just this is there. Just chilling. Yeah, but yeah. Interesting. Because, I mean, it, it's a very... It's not rural. Not like in compared to like it's, other parts it's of... It's deserty. The, you know? No. Rural is more like mid-California and northern. But the Inland Empire itself is, is very deserty. 
that's where you get that stuff, yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, Jackie, like, Jackie used to live in, well, her, her family used to live in Murrieta. And Lake Elsewhere. Oh, okay. Lake Elsewhere. That's which passing is, Corona, right? Yeah. Uh, like, it's all, like, as you know, how Compton and Long Beach and Paramount are right here. That's... Pretty much Corona, Lake Elsinore, Marietta. It's all pretty uh, much. Voldemort, right? Voldemort, is that another Yeah, one? uh-huh. Oh, yeah, okay. Within the same, like, it, it, they all have this. They share the same area code, the, basically. The same jurisdiction of sorts. Yeah, yeah kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it's definitely different around there. You know, like, like just thinking, you know, like, location, 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 you know, mm. just, you can get, like a like, a fucking beautiful house out there for, you know, a fraction or almost the same price that you would get like a uh, like a studio over here like if you want to be like in the heart of yeah but it may it may you know what honestly it made a difference because when i go up there to visit or whatever the fuck like legit no no bullshit legit like i'd have to travel about 20 minutes driving to get to the nearest jack-in-the-box you know it'd be 10 minutes just if i wanted to get anything quick quick it'd have to go about 10 minute drive to the nearest a.m p.m it made it made a difference as opposed to here where you literally just walk outside and you're you know a block away from anything true, you want. True. You know, yeah, you yeah. we literally on our block have about four different bars. You know, oh and, yeah, and oh, it, and we literally, I you know, Seven Eleven is on that side of Artesia, and then there's another Seven Eleven on that side of Artesia. Like there's <laughs> you know the one from Atlantic to the Cherry. There's literally that's like pretty, that's pretty good, dude. That's like good. whatever the you know, not to mention everything you know. I, you you pay for 11? the convenience is basically what we're paying for as, as far as Southern California goes, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty. I never thought of it. Or no, that's sorry, sorry, the LA County goes. You're paying LA, for convenience, yeah. you know. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, all right, hey shit, man, this about wraps it up. You got anything else before uh, we get too drunk to talk? Or what? Uh, shit, I think we got it all covered, man. I think we got it all. I like this talk. <laughs> this is a good one, man. Good one. Look at me, bro. Look at me, bro. Listen to me. All right, gentlemen, ladies, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This has been Snooze and Booze, and we are brought to you by the Kellogg Company. Nope, that's not it. I'm just joking. He's doing the PBS <laughs> thing. <laughs> uh, Snooze and Booze bring your tears, fears, and pretty good beers. Uh, keep the glass full, and we'll catch you in the